Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Right, sons, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars, where we discuss and celebrate the movies, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away. Every generation has a legend. Every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, Disgrace Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist, Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings. My friends, many boats. Many boats. Many boats. Some people have asked me why we say that. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a show. completely valid question. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. And, and that's such the point. Uh, yeah. And so we'll, we'll just explain it um, okay. if you're joining us for the first time. Um, it's something that began when we were talking about the Mando season two trailer and Matt was obsessed with the boat. Yeah. Um, with the boat in that trailer. And it became a thing. Yep. It became a real thing, uh, just a thing. And then we got way out of control. Yep. And now it's become, when we say many boats, it's like wishing someone something, they may they have a lot yeah. of something they love. So it's like our way of saying hello, or may the force be with you, exactly. or happy life day, mm-hmm. happy arbor day. That's the thing. It means whatever you want it to yeah, mean. And a, and a boat signifies so many things, a voyage, you know. Uh, a, a, a long sea voyage over, yeah. over periled waters. Sunsets, and we don't know what yeah. we're going to find. Yep. Sunsets, exactly. Yeah. And, waiting for your soldier to come home from the war. Ooh, exactly. Yeah, and you, you know yep, what boats exactly. do? They they float. <laughs> yeah. They float. They float just uh, like, above Just above like certain Sandra Bullock movies have yep. taught us, mm-hmm. much like hope. Boats mm. float and and and, oh, yeah. and somebody put it really well. It's like this is what it means. I was like, wow, okay, yeah, that's what we intended the <laughs> whole time. Exactly, yeah, that was exactly it. It, it, it was wasn't just not, a dumb bit. Certainly not born out of a dumb bit. But in any case, for everyone who's listening, many boats. The three of us hosted a show called Job of the Pod, which can still be found in podcast libraries for the moment. From this point on, we will only refer to that show as the old show. Whether you were with us listening to that old show or are just finding this now, welcome back and or welcome. It's a new title, a new feed, but the madness is the same as is our mission to celebrate everything we love about Star Wars and to leave out toxicity and gatekeeping. If you say you're a fan, you're a fan. The end. We salute you many boats. To briefly recap our adventures, we formally flew around on Captain Romano's ship, the Starbinger, and had a contract with the Huts. We had all kinds of adventures. Eventually, the Huts turned against us, so in the end, two valiant droids sacrificed themselves as well as Matt's ship to save us with the help of our friend, Bob the Pergill, and an army of recently knighted listeners. We ended up where we are now, on an unnamed planet below the burned-out carcass of a cantina we used to run called the Porg and Dagger. Caitlin and I Mm. took up management of it, mostly Caitlin, but I was there too. We took up management of it when Matt marooned us this one time. Rudely. Yeah, yeah, long story, but... um, Long story. You know, for long story (laughs) for another time. time. Uh, But it turns out that there's this elaborate, enormous, and very convoluted subterranean refuge hidden below the Porg and Dagger, which... 
been working on for secretly for quite some time. Uh, More we call secrets. It, yeah. It, yeah. I, so, uh, what, what's life without a few secrets, eh? It's almost as convoluted. This place is almost that, as convoluted as that entire. Uh, as that entire yeah. uh, in world canon that we've created for ourselves. Yeah, it makes yeah. absolutely I, no sense. Yeah. I resemble yeah. that remark. And now. <laughs> hey. it, oh. Oh, hey. oh, this is this is going Off to a great start. Yep. Um, Swimmingly. It's only up from here. I'm so proud of um, us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we call this place. Starbinger base. Our cannon, cannon, and other devices are rebuilt. An energy shield to protect us against bombardment is in progress. Yes, that is going to be important because you never know. And we also have a new droid. Guys, this is a surprise. I've been waiting to Whoa. unveil it. Is um, that what you've been working on? Seriously? Yeah, it's one of the many things I've been working on. There's just so yeah. much to do here around mm. the base. Um, it, it's all that was left of one something. of the battle droids we ended up with. Um, so I've been working on, on them, trying to get them functional. I'm not sure if they're ready for life yet, but let's see. Let's just check this out. Kill me. Kill me. Oh, no. Kill oh, no. Me. Kill me. Kill me. Uh, Kill all right. Oh, okay. Well, so, there are not ready. Yeah, they're, they're not ready. Um, they're not ready at all. But we'll, you know, try try again next week. Well, they're going to be if, my new best friends, so as, you better as, get used to that. Yeah, as, as, Maul, as Maul once said, if at first you don't succeed, <laughs> try, try again! Oh, my God. Um, anyway, and this is back. a new, as we said, this is a new show. No hot sponsorship, no deals, no corporations, no nothing. It's just us, a clan of three. Mm. We have Everything we need. The Spotchka, though, is running low very quickly. The Williams Sonoma cookies are gone. Gone. Somebody <laughs> got up at 3.30 in the morning and ate them all. I don't want to point any fingers, but I did it. Um, <laughs> and also just, you know, I've said this many times, but it bears repeating. Everyone should just avoid the entire northern wing of Starbinger Base entirely. Just oh, don't go. Just yeah. don't go in there. Just what, trust me. Why? Uh, it, it doesn't matter. But other than that, yeah, every yeah. everything we need, it's all good. Caitlin told me just last night, you told me this, and this is exciting, yeah. Yeah. that you're going to renovate and reopen the Porg and Dagger. Isn't that right? I will be. I'm looking. I'm very much looking forward to it. getting my carpentry skills to work uh, and generally just keeping out anyone who I don't want to be there. Yeah, even though on the on the podcast and fandom we we don't stand for gatekeeping. No, when but in my bar, to, yeah. yeah. When it comes <laughs> yeah, to running totally fictitious different. bars that only yeah. exist on podcasts, yeah, we're very much for it. Very particular. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, because you you've had Get some, some lousy customers in there, um, and most of them have ended up dead. So we'll see. And there's one you know very famous musical act that uh you know I've heard is 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 willing to entertain oh, heard, a return but something. more on that later yeah that's what I've heard oh, that's the that's yeah. the the scuttlebutt and also what they told me most important of all though another thing we're doing um at the center of this base is something very special that I'm working on and when it's finished it will have the power to take us from the Star Wars universe to other fandoms now is that what you're working wait. on over there <laughs> yeah and that I'm thing, not there, gonna... just so you all know, there are construction like panels up everywhere. There's a lot of banging noises. And Brian's yeah, one I person. think I heard it's some screaming yeah, at one point. Weird. Oh, there was definitely screaming. I had a little fight with myself. Now, mm. th there's there's a lot. Look, there's a lot going on. Um, And, and, and we're always Return of the Pod is always going to be based in the Star Wars universe. But there are a lot of other. Um, storytelling entities out there that we all enjoy, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, We're not fans I mean. of only Star Wars, even though Star Wars has a very firm place in our heart. We've oh, yeah. got, I mean, Matt's got hot takes on pretty much every story ever written 
like since even before Homer. Where do you want to start? Like you, Where do you want to start? Uh, it's like you should hear him just go off about the Iliad at the some point. Iliad. It's, like, it's the Iliad, Brian. Oh, oh, yeah, wow. Iliad, oh my, wow. I, I, I don't think it is. But <laughs> this guy over here. Oh, you know. Yeah, this, this guy <laughs> thinking it's like, wow, now who's gatekeeping? Um, so anyway, this, this device, once finished, will have the power to take us to other fandoms. Wow. We'll always remain re- rooted firmly in Star Wars, but for main discussions... Here and there, because um, Star Wars isn't always on. Is yeah, the thing. exactly. Star Wars yeah. doesn't always have a new show or a new book, and we're always going to be updating you about those things. But in the meantime, there's a lot of other. There's star, I, I, I dare say, call it Star Wars adjacent things. Like mm. if you like Star Wars, chances are you're probably gonna. If you also need be me to find a this. connection, I'll find a connection between characters, plots, locations. I can make. And that's a superpower, I think, that we all yeah. have here is yeah. that it can make And I mean this sarcastically anywhere. to Matt, but genuinely to Caitlin, I think oh, we wow. all look forward to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, the MCU is a fine example. Looking at the schedule, there's going to be Marvel on Disney Plus for the rest of, of time. Our lives. Yeah. <laughs> and we, and we, yeah, yeah. There's plenty so, of talk And about. that's always going to be on. So we're going to, we're going to be hitting that here and there. Um, as we, and we, we don't know when, when it, when it pops up, we, we might do that for our main yeah. discussion. We're always going to let you know. And then we're going to come, come back, uh, to the galaxy far, far away. Things like, uh, Indiana Jones. We've never really done a deep dive on those movies. We might do that. Oh, I've got a, wow. a real itch to, you know, go all in on Willow. New show coming out. I want to get to the basis of why Caitlin hates Willow so. <laughs> You, know, you decided this for yourself, but it's a narrative that I I I'm feeling chaotic enough recently that I might just accept it just to see what happens. I mean, we all have our own truth, don't we, Caitlin and Bush? We do indeed. Caitlin Mad Martigan Bush. Um so don't <laughs> go don't go full Bab Morda on us now. <laughs> right? Matt gets the reference. Anyway. Yeah, why I, am I proud of that? Totally understand. So that's that what's reference. going on. When that that's not started yet, but when we anyway. do start that. Yeah. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Pitter patter. Um, we will let you know uh, when we do that. And um so at the very least you'll know, okay, I'll skip that one. Yeah. Um the goal Screw is y'all. even if you're not interested, maybe we can Make you interested. Yeah. It can force you to be interested. For, he, this is a positive space, everyone. Yeah, yeah a positive, space. positive space. Yeah, I'm going to force you to like things that I like. Um, that is terrible. And anyway. that is friendship. Yeah, that's that. That is the goal of friendship, according to that's the goal some of friendship. dictionaries. Um, according to the Caitlin Dictionary, that's friendship. Exactly. Uh, so we are recording on Thursday, February 18th, 2021. Do I have that right? Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Yes, I'm so <laughs> you know what day I got it the is. date right. Great. And this episode will go live on February nineteenth. Mm-hmm. We hope, yes. uh, since we never had a chance to go over the entire season as a whole in this inaugural episode, we're going to discuss season two of. Let's see if this works. The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. Hey, hey, yo. it still works. Um, hey. And we're going to discuss the season as a whole because we haven't done that yet. Uh, but before we do, however, we're going to go over to Caitlin. For some news on the march. News on the march. This is very exciting. We have, 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 have to start with the hottest piece of news in all of our opinion. Matt might disagree. I know that Brian and me are very excited about this. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, without getting too much into the reason why Matt might not be as excited about this, we need only get into it. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy. That was first announced back in 2017, and there's been a lot of back and forth in the community about 
isn't being made. They haven't said anything. They didn't announce anything at the big Disney investor uh, thing like late last year. So clearly it must be canceled. But (laughs) (laughs) Soraya Wilson, who's a a well-known romance writer, she's absolutely lovely, tweeted on February 15th um, that she had had a chat with Mr. Ryan Johnson while they were talking about Knives Out 2, Mm -hmm. which fantastic. We're real. I know. I know, Caitlin. We're really excited about that. I like. I like the knives. I like the knives. Very excited about knives. Out. Well, Matt, it wouldn't hurt you to show it every now and then. (laughs) I'll show you my knives. But the reason we were bringing this up is because he did confirm to Ms. Wilson that the trilogy is still a go. That it is still happening. That it is in the works. We don't have a, a premiere date. We don't have any idea what the heck's going on. All that we know about the Ryan Johnson's trilogy is that's going to be a trilogy mm-hmm. um, and that it's going to take place somewhere in the Star Wars universe at some point. And that's it. Okay. But the news is that it is still happening. Rest assured. As far as he knows, it's still as happening. As far as he knows. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I would hope that that like that he would have been told that he wasn't creating a trilogy anymore by yeah. this point. Yeah. But I, I, you did think they'd be like, OK, that thing you were doing, you can stop. Um, yeah. You can stop now. It, it's, Stop it's, working, uh, working on it. And this, of course, whenever you see on Twitter Ryan Johnson trending, it's a very special day. And I'm like, here we go. Mm. Um, and then it's like only a matter of time before, oh, yep, there's Last Jedi trending. Okay. Mm. Um, and it happens all the time. But the, And it's like, all right. The thing is, uh, and fans are mixed because fans either, you know, he's, he's a polarizing figure in Star Wars. You Me. really love him or, yeah, he butchered the entire franchise and this is a thing this is a thing i mean matt yeah you and i yep this is a you know we disagree mm-hmm. on the movie the last jedi yes you, respectfully you, respectfully, respectfully yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't i want to make clear it. i'm not one of those guys that is like on his twitter being like hey ryan no yeah but we have we have we've had discussions about this you you Very don't care for it it's one of my favorites um, yeah. And it gets, and I love it more every time I watch it. Um, and that's yeah, uh, yet, same. yet we are able to be friends. Um, and exactly. we are able exactly. to coexist and respect each other's opinion, even though, e- even though you're wrong. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, I want to ask you this because here, here's the thing about why I think the idea of Ryan Johnson doing a new trilogy that is not Skywalker Saga that is not legacy characters, that is unconnected. This is something that people who, if you dislike Last Jedi, I think you're more in a position to like whatever this is. And yeah, tell me exactly. if, you, if you agree yeah. or not, mm-hmm. because there aren't going to be legacy characters. There's no right. going to be Luke Skywalker journey to disagree with here. Right. There's not going to be, it's like, oh, this is classic. I didn't like where the story went or whatever else. It's going to be, un- as far as we know, unconnected, a totally new thing. Mm-hmm. So who knows what he's going to do? So people are... You know, char- probably new characters. So there's not going to be that entire life of investment. Yes. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. you, you look back at and that's a great point. Like you look back at uh, even before Last Jedi and after the stuff that Ryan Johnson has made. You got obviously Knives Out. He's doing Knives Out, too. You look at Looper, mm-hmm. which is yeah. just a, a, a wonderful sci-fi flick. You got uh, Brick and the Brothers Bloom. And he just like does such creative work that, you know, it's going to be even if it's not. And we don't know if it's going to have legend uh, legacy characters or not. It might. It yeah. might not no one it knows anything like, other than the fact that it's yeah. still happening 
And I hope it does, because we had pretty much written it off. I mean, also, it's you know, the investor call focused on the Taika movie and did the yeah. Patty Jenkins reveal, which came yeah. out of nowhere. No mention of Ryan Johnson at all. Um, and I'm glad. I hope it yeah. still happens. Here's the thing. Because like, they obviously could do it. Like, you know, they're, they, you know, it took yeah. so long for the prequels to be loved and appreciated. It's only a matter of time that probably Last Jedi gets its due. And, uh, you know, Ron Johnson will be all hot again and they'll bring him back and they'll make a new th- trilogy. That's how Star Wars works. The sequel, you blow them up today, they blow you up tomorrow. It's another <laughs> 30 years. There's yeah. always a war in the stars. If exactly. anything, like, if you guys, there's been a, it's not a downside, <laughs> but you guys all but forcing me to join TikTok. I see it's <laughs> that for a lot <laughs> well, of people, yeah. the sequel welcome, trilogy yeah. is their Star Wars. Yeah. And they love it. And love they're, it. they're going through the whole thing. And those get people that put those at the top. I'm like, this is fascinating to me. And then I'm discouraged by the comments and the people that riff on it says, you're not a real fan or whatever. It's ah, like, no, no, no. If this nah. is what they love, then yeah. great. I remember when that it. was when that was the prequels. And if you dared to say that you even enjoyed Phantom Menace, then, you know, you were kicked repeatedly in the chest until blood came out of your mouth. Oh, do you remember this, Matt? Yeah. Because you were there. Uh, And also, Caitlin, I'll tell you, at some point, (laughs) we had to wrap newspaper around our feet to walk to school in the snow. Gentlemen, Um, we have more news. Oh, more news. Plenty more news. Let's move on. Hit us more. Let's keep continuing. So continuing in uh, Star Wars news. Kind of relating to what we were talking about in the crossover between all of these things. If you like one thing, you might like another. Uh, we got a little bit of news about uh, Kevin Feige's upcoming Star Wars project. We're we're going back to some stuff that we missed during our hiatus here. So we're yeah, we're, yeah, we have we're a lot of ground rewinding. Yeah. So I, you, I'm you, picking the biggest, juiciest bits of news yeah. that we missed talking. We're about. We're not playing this game, but it just makes me want to sing. What did we miss? Perfect. Uh, That's what this is. So we got some news about uh, Kevin Feige's Star Wars project that he is going to be producing for Lucasfilm. If you uh, recognize that name, but you don't know where where you're hearing it, Uh, it's because you see his name at the end of every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. That like you love his and Sarah Halle Finn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you know his name because he is the man. He's yeah. the guy he's who like, wears the baseball cap at all of the at all of the pressers yeah. that you see. He's pretty much the the Filoni of the MCU. Exactly. At this point, yes. at this the, point. there you go. He's the he's the mastermind of. He's and, or, well, more ac- accurately, we're hoping that you know hope is that Filoni will take that role in Star Wars. But Feige, you hope. he's you know oversees it's great. the entire. But we movie. know that he's working on an upcoming Star Wars movie. Uh, which has been announced he's going to be producing it. And he actually did find uh, his writer for it during our uh, during our hiatus. And it's going to be Michael Waldron, um, who is doing a bunch of work in the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. Namely, he is going to be the showrunner for the upcoming Loki series on Disney Plus, And he is the writer for the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness film. Ah, OK. All so right. uh, he's going to have some some weird stuff. Let's go. I think. Yeah. 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 It's going to be a little bit wild. I'm yeah. very into it. Not too, sh- not, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Of course, we haven't seen Loki or Doctor Strange. Uh, but if you go and look at Waldron's other stuff, it's pretty fun. Listen, I'm going to just I'm going to go out there and make a bet that those shows are awesome. I'm so excited for Loki. I'm so excited. Based on just what, what we've what we've already seen from yeah. what Disney Plus is doing yep. with the MCU, I'd say that's a very yeah. safe. Call thing. me and crazy, Hiddle, and then Think you put Tom Hiddleston into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, the soup was already good. It's yeah. like, and now Tom Hiddleston's jumping into the soup. Yeah, Hiddle soup. Hiddle that's soup. Nice. That's the good oh stuff. That's goodness. the good soup right there. That's a good soup. That's it. 
We're done marching. With that, let's boat on back to the wonder that was season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. For big reveals or additions to canon, we'll fire off our trusty canon cannon. Even though everything already is canon, but we have it standing by just in case. If we have hot takes along the way, we'll sound the hot take alarm. And if anything really blew our minds the first time or blew them all over again on rewatch, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. Now, this season has been out in its entirety for a few months. It is not new, but just in case, and also to see if this works, we will say that we will be talking spoilers for the entirety of The Mandalorian, seasons one and two. Um, I may also spill everything I know about the upcoming Taika movie, which is nothing, but, you know, I'm just going to... Say something that turns out to be true. Yeah, you you never know. know. You never know. (laughs) Never. Um, So, but just in case, we will sound, that's right, the spoiler klaxon... Everybody come along Werner's magical train that's right. We're back in business B&O Railroad. I want it to be closer to Disney God, World. Woo-woo. Here we go. All aboard. Yeah. Pull it. It's a science experiment. <laughs> and what is there, Caitlin and Bush? There's a clear order in which you should watch The Mandalorian Season 2 and then listen to our podcast. Okay, here we go again. Punch it! But bounty hunting is a complicated profession. The Mandalorian, Season 2. Armando finally, really, actually did get it all. But then, maybe he lost the most important part. (sighs) Now, I want to start by saying one thing. For me, um, this is something we've talked about before, but I I want to reiterate it. And and when coming up with the discussion points, I thought about this. Mm -hmm. There's a difference for me with, with all um, art, <laughs> yep. uh, not to be too hoity-toity, but with all artistic endeavors, um, but especially with Star Wars, there's a difference between what I can, what for me personally, my personal opinion of what the best is and what my favorite is. For example, mm-hmm. what I consider the best Star Wars movie to be is not my favorite Star Wars movie. Mm. Usually yeah. sentimentality exactly. it plays, yeah, it plays something to do with stuff. this. Yep. Would, yeah, would you both uh, agree? With, is that true for you guys as well? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, okay. Brian. I, I hope so, because a lot of these questions are based on you agreeing with that statement. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Go! So, so, Caitlin, I want to start with you. Um, right. Talking about big moments mm, in season mm, two. Mm, mm. Um, what cool. would you say the your favorite moment was? What would you say the best moment was and are they different or are they the same? I'm going to try and make them different because I know that that's probably that's probably very true. Um, I have to say that my favorite moment is when Ahsoka communed with Grogu Mm. and this Mm. this moment, this very quiet, contemplative moment between the two of them where She's kind of just smiling to herself a little bit because you know that she's getting these. She's they're they're speaking mentally, quote unquote, speaking, and there's so much there, and there was so much build up to Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka that you finally get to this point where this beloved character who has finally come to live action and played so beautifully by Rosario, and is now interacting with Baby Yoda, and that's when you learn that. 
Grogu's name is Grogu. Grogu and I can feel each other's thoughts. Grogu? And the entire world went, his name is Grogu? Like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we and since we've accepted it, like we every have, now yeah. and then I as still find myself immediately. Even, <laughs> I, I don't really still call him Yoda baby as we used to, but I will still always, you know, refer to him as little man. Yeah. You know, here's little my dude. here's my little man. I think um, he'll always be the, the, the Yoda baby, baby Yoda though. The Yoda baby. Be. It's like we have a whole thing yeah. about which. But but that that's yeah, that's yeah. an interesting one because and I mean this yeah. sounds horrible, but I consistently when I think about this season, especially because of how it ended, I forget. It's like, oh, yeah. But Ahsoka we, was in it. Yeah, right. You forget that. Ahsoka. There's yeah. been much ballyhoo about Ahsoka's appearance, and we'll get mm, more into this yeah. about how they did it when we next week when we talk about the Disney Gallery, which showed a lot of it. But some people were unimpressed that they're not... I, I was wrong uh, previously when I referred to um, her um, head... head appendage thing as, mm. as Leku with uh Togruta their mantrals. Um, ah, yes. which I didn't I didn't realize. I was thought they were Leku. Learn something new every month. Yeah. Um, but uh they're not as big and long as they are in Star Wars Re- Rebels. And the thing is, well, she's got to fight in them and and they kind of call attention to this in Disney Gallery that she's got to be able to move and fight in them and everything else. And also last time I looked Christopher Lee didn't have a big pointy beard like he does on Clone Wars either. So that's what animation, he, cut it. he shaved. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it, animation one, exaggerates. That, yeah, yeah, Clone Wars Dooku could could you know stab a map to a pirate's table with that thing. <laughs> but also, you know, so yeah, like their their eyes aren't giant either. You know, it's yeah. like they're it's animation. Like they yeah exaggerate so, features. So so I I just think it's like yeah we're we're gonna we're gonna yeah. give a pass on that. Totally I, pass. I just think it's this thing in live action that looks especially. The, the shot of of her and and George Lucas both oh, laughing just, just, together, just laughing it up, mucking it up. It, on the it set. was it's yeah. a total. And Matt, you, this is with yeah. the thinking of you. It's like look at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah look <laughs> at us. Like, yeah, like, yeah. How did we end up here yeah. since two thousand eight when everyone hated me? Yeah. And now I'm a different actress, and we're yeah. here, and and it's like you know, part and of he, you yeah. good. And, he, and he's like, well, You're, anyway, when the, when I was coming up with the Trade Federation, it was um, you know, yeah. And she's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, that's great. <laughs> That is such good stuff. Yeah. And now it's find someone who, you know, who doesn't love the, the Trade Federation? I, I love the that's Trade going. Federation. Anyway, Give you all that. Let's get us back, back on track. So, Caitlin, that's your favorite. So, what, what's my um, favorite? What's, what, what's, um, what would you say is the best, in my, your opinion? So, in my opinion, my originally, as soon as you said that, of course, my mind is going to go to the, the finale with Luke showing up. Yeah, I was mm, almost going to engage like the Luke appearance protocol, whereas which, aside from that, because that's which, really which is why I'm going away from it. Yeah, because that's the the it is it would be a very right answer because it is yeah. so wonderfully done. But I have to give it um, to the scene in The Believer when uh, the two our two heroes are sitting down and having this discussion about like the the empire rising again and the glory of the empire that very another i'm choosing another quiet moment for the time being after din has taken off his helmet he's kind of been caught he's forced to sit down and bill burr i just refuse to call him anything but bill burr yes me too me too saves his butt yeah and just talks which is his number one skill Mm -hmm. 
but then you kind of you see this quiet rage build up yes, in, in uh, him as this this officer is talking about the glory of the empire and Bilber goes on about how many people that they lost and and the sacrifices that were made for on the, for the glory of the empire and that's a scene that I go back to in my mind all the time of just how well executed it is and how well acted it is yep. and how much it, it references in that very small period of time. I mean, they reference Project Cinder for crying out loud in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's such, and that the scene with, uh, it, and Valen Hess is the Valen officer Hess, in this, yeah. the mm-hmm, name of the mm-hmm, officer. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's such a slow burn scene. It reminds me very much, and this is not the only movie that does a scene like this, but this movie does it particularly well. And Inglorious Bastards, the scene in the basement, yeah. that's just a slow burn to, violent explosion to explosion um and but they're everything they're addressing is is the grays of star wars which is something you don't get a lot my favorite Mm -hmm. parts of star wars are those yeah the the black and the white Mm -hmm. and the that middle line between you is there is it worthwhile to have ultimate good and ultimate evil when there's so much nuance in this world right Mm -hmm. and i think in star wars there is ultimate good and ultimate evil but then there's a lot in between they're the people that are going to take advantage the people stuck in the middle there's all three of those things can exist i love that 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 was your your choice because that whole episode on rewatch really sticks out and the fact that they let rick famuyiwa had this idea in him and we learned about this a little bit in disney gallery we'll get to it but he had this idea wrote and directed this and this was is just uh i'll I'll just say it for for me also that that's also what it's the best scene for me as well yep and Mm. also probably in my opinion and probably also the the best episode the best episode that's yep. that's the best episode the for me. Yep. it's yeah. not um in 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 my opinion it's not my favorite at all if i'm gonna sit down no. and relax with an episode of the mandalorian this is not the one i'll throw on because i don't I, I don't i'm probably gonna pick season two episode one yeah that's i mean one. i'm gonna yeah, sit down I and relax watch that one a lot yeah i'm not I, if i want just a yep. fun time or whatever which reminds me and before i'm because matt you're about to get the same question oh, okay. but i meant to lead with this but you know it's never too late that let us remember how the season began with a whole with Cobb Vanth and a Cobb whole Vanth. bunch Cobb Vanth <laughs> Cobb Vanth Man. Cobb Vanth Cobb Vanth still not done with you Oliphant yeah. listen up coming for oh, you Timothy Bullock Swearingen 2021 except not really as cool as Ian McShane at all coming for you Oliphant stop stop taking uh I'm not about to say stop taking all my jobs like we're ever going to be up for the same part <laughs> anyway um we all this Tuscan Raider lore yeah. that we learned yeah you know what we you know because since we're revisiting you, you know what we have to do yeah, more Matt? space cowboys oh, Matt, Matt let, let's oh, hear it no let's hear oh, it man we can do it right now all right yep we're doing it right now I don't oh, want to hear any ifs ands or buts oh yeah yeah we are. just do it okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I've already started the precedent, uh, and I sound like a jerk. I'm yep. sorry, but Caitlin, it. just do it. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, <laughs> and if I may, <laughs> and all together now. Oh three, wait, 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 yeah, two. no, no. Yep, all, right. all together. Come on, it's kind of all late. together now. All right, yeah. A three, two, one. <laughs> Okay, there we go. That's all I can I'm do. Sorry. It's late. You're going to wake people up. I definitely bullied you all into that. I'm really sorry. Um, anyway, Matt Romano. 
Oh, um, great. Same, same question for you. What's your favorite oh, what moment? And what do you think is the best? Are they the same? Let's get cracking. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, well, first of all, I did immediately when you asked the question, I wrote down my favorite moment, and it was when Bill Burr shot that guy. So it's like I'm right on that the That was your area. favorite yes. moment. Yes. Well, let's again, let's, 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 let's figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best moment. Best moment. Oh, best, best moment. moment. Okay, yeah. sorry. Best moment. But that, yeah, that scene's incredible. And best is like, the, on an artistic way, it's like that's the, the, the most well-made yeah. thing that adds to it. And yeah. then there's sentimental things along, you know, that's our, your favorite. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's and it, I, close I, to your heart. And I'm always fascinated by empire, good empire stories, you know, yeah. like, like, you know, like, uh, just like, because you got to think about these millions and millions of people that are just like stuck in the empire and like yeah. they can't do anything about it. So all those bodies, all those stormtroopers, they're people that have feelings and like you you forget that. Like that they're just suckered into that whole thing. And to finally see in that moment, not to retread exactly what we just talked about, but like that rage in Bill Burr's face. I mean that the glorious yeah, scene, man. that's the best moment of season two, hands down. It's so um, well acted by the three of them. And when, so especially and, and when you add in Pedro's acting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the little, thing, the little, mm, yeah. acting like he still has a helmet on, it's forgetting crazy. that he doesn't. It's crazy. very, very nuanced and easily overlooked, yep. but it's really something yep. so else. Beautiful. It's like, and I'm like, that is why it pays to be brought up in theater. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, um, um, back to you, Matt. Okay, so there's favorite moment, and what's the other one? You did best. best. You that did best. So it's just now best or favorite. Best or favorite. Now, do, okay. now what's your favorite? Ooh. All right. Favorites probably uh, when Boba Fett. Shows up and puts on the armor for the first time and kicks oh, everybody's. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Kicks everybody's ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's I like mean, <laughs> talk about just like you like, wanted Boba, Boba here now. Yeah, like like <laughs> he's oh, and he's here. so ruthless. It's I don't like, normally we, like root for violence very well, hard. It's, we it's what we've always <laughs> like, heard he was capable of. Yeah, and now we you. were actually yeah. seeing it. Yeah. You know, and seeing it directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Again, something uh-huh. we'll get we'll get into in, in the next episode where we talk about Disney Gallery, because that's something I immediately thought of you and watching how he planned that scene. But we'll get to it. But but anyway, just just we've heard how much the legend of Boba, whatever. And I've never been a Boba hater, but I've also he's never been a favorite. No, but that no, scene. No. I was like, OK, no. OK, this is it. this is Boba. And th- not only that, helping it so much was that. Even out of the helmet, it was Timura Morris. Well, that's, 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 yeah, exactly. Him being under the helmet, knowing that he's playing Boba Fett. And also just the idea that Boba Fett is different. Like, you know, he's got the, like, like, a, you know, he's a little pudgier. Like, he's got the samurai look going. He's not like mm-hmm. the Boba Fett that you grew up with. He's like a Boba Fett that you could tell is very excited to have his gear back. He's you know? grown. Like, he's, a, he's like, yeah. Yeah. Grown yeah, man. That's why I love they saw him kicking, like being really formidable without his armor. Yeah. Without his tricks. Yeah. He could have taken them all on without it. And now, since we didn't, when this debuted, we didn't know what it was, but yep. we're getting the book of Boba Fett is going to be <sighs> the next Incredible. live action Star Wars. It's not the next Star Wars show we're getting, but it's the next live action show. We'll be getting it before The Mandalorian season three. Yep. And we'll be getting, starring Tamora Morrison as Boba Fett. Um, I am assuming. I'm assuming that this is true. It will start Ming Na Wen also as Fennec Shand. Yes, and it's being created by Favreau Filoni, 
and Rodriguez. Amazing. So they brought didn't just bring him on for that. It's I just want to this is not a plant question, but I just want to add cuz the bringing Boba Fett back in could easily and this is going to tie into my next question. Could easily feel like fan service or something and mm-hmm. it's easy it would be easy to not stick this landing. And to me, with the return of Boba Fett, what I'm hearing from you both is that they they stuck Boba Fett stuck. He didn't stick the landing in Return of the Jedi, but he stuck it in <laughs> yeah. the Mandalorian. Yeah. Would you? Am I right in assuming that for, oh, for yeah. you guys at work? Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely. Yeah. I mean, come and on. I think we 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 talked about this a little bit in in our when we were talking about the season. You know, day to day, week to week. But on the old we, show, right? Yes. And and before the before the season premiered, you know, there was there these rumors. There was that that image that was going around of this person has been cast as this character and this person has been cast as this character. And that was where we learned about, like, Rosario Dawson. And we learned about all of these uh, characters that they were bringing in for season two. And I remember us having a conversation at the time, which is the conversation that everyone was having, which was, I mean, if they do all of this in one season of television, it's going to feel it's going to feel cheap. Like, yeah. there's no way that they could bring ahsoka to live action and like also have like like cobb vanth and also do all of these things and continue focusing on grogu and the mandalorian and and then they stuck the landing every single dang time every time yeah and and it for for me it never felt like fan service. It nope. never felt here's a season that's only meant to set up spinoffs. It feels so natural. Yeah, there was a definite, um, a logical through line of Din Djarin's journey throughout this whole thing as evidence in big moments like in The Believer, yes. winding up to the point where the big, the the big dramatic, you know, the biggest cameo of them all in the, in the season finale is almost overshadowed by him parting with Grogu, yes. which yeah. is one of the most powerful scenes as it should be, like as it Star should Wars be, that should be the out. most important moment that you take away from that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. so it's it's yep. Din Djarin was very much front and center. The show is still called The Mandalorian. Yep. It's not called assorted guest stars that we're going to spin off. For me, that works. Other people's mileage may may vary. Question: no, The now, only thing I'll pain, say though, the only, oh, wait, absolutely, the only thing I didn't like about the season was that every that you met all these people oh, through oh. all the side quests. Like you, you got to do something for me. And then I do something and for I'll you. do something for you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like even you that do this, became do that. something for like, me. That became something to celebrate after a while. I wish they it's acknowledged like, it. I wish the John just like was finally like seriously. Like I got to do this. Like another that, one. Kind of, another one. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you, you're, yeah. I bet you. Yeah, I mean, he only gripe. Only gripe. But I, mean, I loved all the introduction of all the. Characters. If you look closely, I bet there's a look of his helmet just to the side, <laughs> and that's yeah. all but saying. Yeah, this I want again. like Jim in the office. I want Mando yeah. to look at the screen and be like, "Really?" Like, or even yeah. at like I don't the very least. Need, I don't know if we need that. <laughs> at the very least, I think it. I, even though it was this repetitive thing, I, I took a lot of uh, joy, and it was really, really funny when. It, it just was something that the fandom picked up. We yes. were just like, all yeah, right, yeah, so yeah. on this week's adventure yes. of well, of someone tries to get Din yeah. to do something for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also, right, right. I mean, I respect it because I, I do at least 10 side quests before I move on with the main story. So when I get to Always. the main story, I'm I, I'm at I'm at a much higher level than I need to be. And I can just mop the hell That's up. That's the point of side quests. <laughs> right, exactly. right. And also they're fun. Yeah. Um, no, it is fun. Didn't it hurt hurt me in any way? But anyway, go with yeah. your question. You go and collect all the backpacks before you go and take on Doc Ock. Come exactly. On. 
Come on, take all the pictures. Take all the pictures. It's like (laughs) got to get alias investigations in there. Come on. Hey. Um, So this is leading out of that um, question. Question for the both of you. The the Luke appearance, which by far was. um, Yeah, that was that was a shock. I did not. And aside from the fact that by the end of this season, he's been he as a quest at the beginning of the season and the quest is accomplished by the season's end. I did not expect that. I did not. Th- I thought nope. they would stretch this. Let's find Grogu a Jedi. They could stretch and stretch and stretch that, but they didn't. There was payoff yeah. almost something. They big said, oh, we found a Jedi. Episode. Here you go. Yeah. Exactly. And not you know only was guy? it a Jedi, yeah. it was Luke Skywalker <laughs> the, it and it was, was Mark Hamill. The Jedi. It was the Jedi. Jedi in this time period, which makes perfect sense. Now, even though to me it makes perfect sense because we're six years after Return of the Jedi, there's not a lot of Jedi out there. Right. And this is the guy who's rebuilding and would, much like Matt Romano, have his finger on the pulse. On the pulse. Be looking out pulse. for this stuff. And it's <laughs> yeah. possibly, there's this whole um, thing that, a video that I saw that if you remember the um, the, the training sequence with him and Leia that they flashed yeah. back to in mm. Rise of Skywalker. Oof. There's this moment where Leia stops, and it's always been presumed that that's where she's sensing Kylo and the demise of her son or whatever else. Mm. But some people are theorizing Leia is the one that picks up what Grogu's putting out. Putting down. I would love that. And that that that's what it is. And I watched it again, and there's no one's telling me that that's not not what that is. is. So that's this goes into, uh, for me, people are saying, well, Luke here, a lot, a lot have said this is the Luke we wanted all the time it's like here we go and and then there are sequel trilogy fans that are like oh this is just fan service and the thing is as a lover of both the Mandalorian and the sequel trilogy yes it is possible um they it works perfectly for me in that seeing the Luke here and then watching the last Jedi which I've since done when he talks about Luke Skywalker Jedi legend I now can picture Luke Skywalker, Jedi legend, so clearly, and it works even better. Exactly. Is, is that the, for for is that true? Would you guys say that's true for you as well, or do you think um, the Luke appearance here detracts? Let me tell you though, right off the bat, um, mind blown for the connection between the scene in Rise of Skywalker and the the baby and, Grogu. Yeah, can we out. get a mind blown around here? Yeah, mind blown. Mind blown. And, and to be that fair, is that's now not, my head. That's not yours. That's not I a me. That's that. not a me okay. take. That's a All take. Right. I, I forget where, but whoever. Thank I you, think human on the internet. Had that yeah, idea thank you. On, I love that. Mul- and is now my head cannon. So that's multiple cool. people. There's um, no way of knowing where that originated, <laughs> yeah, but I love whatever. that take. And I'm try maybe it. that'll maybe that'll you know see. Let's Rise make that of a Skywalker. Thing. I'm telling yeah. you, it's gonna okay. It's gonna have a comeback. Right. I'll add that to my list of things. Yeah, we'll we'll watch it as we watch it every morning. Yeah, as we watch Rise of Biscuits and Rod Skywalker with the boss. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, exactly. God dang it. Exactly. Um, what were we talking about? So Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Heard of um, him? <laughs> that guy? Um, no, I, 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 I was totally into this. It makes perfect sense. Like I totally see that. Yeah, this is like he's the legend that he is right now. Like everybody that was in that room is going to go talk about it. Like you know, Din Djarin, He's someday he's going to be out there. Drinking spots can be like, listen, let me tell you a story. But, this but guy, for you, for you yeah. personally, <laughs> but the, me personally, does does his appearance here like feel cheap or in any way? You or know, like the, it the, takes the, away the only. It doesn't feel cheap at all because it was awesome. The only thing I struggle with sometimes is 
and, and listen, I know the technology is going to get better, but like yeah. digitizing these people versus just recasting them because mm-hmm. I'd be more excited if like when we were talking about it, like Caitlin had the, the prediction that it was, it was going to be Sebastian Stan because that, they look exactly like a lot of people wanted. Right. You know? And he's in the Disney fold. Can you imagine if he walked through the door? Because what that signifies to me I as a fan would have lost, would have lost my it. Goddamn mind. Lost it. And, and well, what, it, what it signifies. I, mean, I did lose my mind. But. Right. 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 But, 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 but like what that would signify to me as a fan is that like, Oh wait, it's a real person. So that means this person is coming back. When I see digital right. Luke, it's like, ah, it's probably the only time we're going to see him here. Like, Which, first fair. off, I, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's true. At least I don't want okay. it to be true. So that means it's not. I don't want it to be true either. Um, I'm just saying. Because I don't want it to be the last time we see DigiLuke. The, the difference is, and, 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 <laughs> and when I've brought up accepting recasting before, we've talked about how we accepted Alden Ehrenreich's excellent performance. And, as far mm-hmm. as we, oh, we love Alden Ehrenreich right. and Solo. Love him. But there's a lot of time between the events of Solo and A New Hope. Yep. There's a lot that happens there for that transition to happen. This is a few years after Return of the Jedi. It is yeah, less Yeah, I know. Time, it's tough. It's tough. It's, it's, it's tough. I, and I would have accepted it. I'm just part of, for me personally, I'm gl- I am glad it was Hamill. And yeah. that will, I can't stop. I, this is not the first movie that did it, but I can't stop thinking of it as, as the Irishman effect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh. Um, no, no. You said to go, so no, that didn't apply to you. For all you Irishman fans out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, everybody watched um, the Irishman. Yeah, but, everyone who Caitlin, watched that. Caitlin, same, same question to you. What, what, what do you think? Do you think this was, you know, a cheap shot for, for a nostalgia hit or mm. a legitimate um, bit of storytelling? At the latter, definitely. I mean, Brian, you know, I, I love The Last Jedi. It is my second favorite Star Wars movie of all time. What's the first um, again? A New Hope. Right. And that's favorite, um, not best. Favorite, not best. Yeah, yeah. If you just think about the trajectory, I, I loved Luke in The Last Jedi. I love the idea of the fallen hero a little bit. The the person who who we all loved, who people grew up watching and seeing as as this hero who's grown embittered with the system that he he tried to realign with, that he tried to bring back to life. And I absolutely adored this kind of more complicated version of Luke that I never imagined being able to see on the screen. And for him to be the legend and us to go back and see those moments when he was building up the Jedi Academy again, that's the stuff that I would, I would love to see like a series set during Luke's time as a master yeah, of the Jedi man. Academy. How cool would that be? Like yep. go back to the let, like going back to like legends stuff. Obviously yep. they've been picking and choosing things from the legends as much as they want, which is wonderful and genius. Yeah. Um, but to, to see that, to see young Ben Solo, um, mm, yes. to see Grogu, uh, go and be like one of the one of the padawans at luke's jedi academy it's just there's so much opportunity there and so it is very interesting to me to see a little bit more grown-up luke than we last saw him in return of the jedi and then for him to come in be the badass that we all know that he is to be the jedi master that we all know that he is and to prove that it makes sense that he started this academy, that he was someone that the the galaxy looked up to. And then when it's all torn down by someone that he loves dearly, his nephew, 
of course he's going to spiral. Of course he's mm-hmm. going to to lose all faith in what he had created before. Yeah, he, he's, he's um, part and of that's the cycle. that's the yeah. yeah that's the that's the heart of it for me. Yeah, and that's a great point because there's a story out there that's gonna you want to talk about like appreciating the last Jedi. Like yeah. that's the story that's that needs to be told is Luke's Jedi Academy. Right? I love it, and that's it'll why I change feel, everything. Yeah, the books have there. There's pretty much a huge no fly zone around that. Yeah, and yeah. that's it's right. because of things like this. I think. Yep. They know that this is where they go. Like a book like Bloodline fills in what Leia was doing, a little bit of what Han was doing. Yeah. Steers clear of Luke. Even Rise of Kylo Ren, the comic. Yeah. Dabbles right. in it a little bit. Some, there's yeah, something. Yeah, but really steers yeah. clear. They're going to tell that story. And now they have, now that you have Hamill on the board, and this can be weaved in and out of all of these shows that we have going on, I think they're going to use him sparingly because they'll know it's like he's our, he's our, you know, our nuke. So yeah, we're yeah. gonna. He's he's Nuke Skywalker. Nuke Skywalker. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was unfortunate. Uh, but we're, they're gonna use him when they want to, you know, and when we least expect it. The cool thing yeah. here is, not only does it, as many have pointed out, the whole scene mirrors Darth Vader in the hallway in Rogue One. I think we yep. even pointed that out on the old show. It's also rewatching it. It's a Jedi slashing down droids again. Yeah. So it it's gives so me satisfying. that Clone Wars feel. It's so good. It's the green lightsaber. It's so good. It's so effortless. Good. <laughs> it's hot, hot, hot. It's hot. And, uh. and the thing is, it's it's just so now when and we're rewatching Last Jedi, um, you know, growing up with Luke Skywalker or whatever, I, this is as much as I love this ass kicker Luke in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's not the Luke I identify love with. Old, no. I I'll love never old man I'll Luke. never be this guy. The thing is, when I look at Luke in The Last Jedi, talking about how his hubris got him and took him down, ultimately, that's who I identify with. Brian, I, I mean, this is the before. best way possible, because I'm got like, very old Luke energy. You know, you got I, like- Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a complete <laughs> failure, much like him. Stop! Stop! <laughs> not not I mean, what I was not, going no, for. I, I know that's not Stop what you're going it. for, yeah. but for anyone that's ever felt like- you know, I'm a failure. I'm just going to f off to this yeah. island, and you all can you all can take your flunkies and dangle. Um, you know that <laughs> that's why I love man. Luke in that movie. I've never identified with him more. And for that to be your childhood hero, is it what I wanted to see? No, yeah. but it was was it what I needed to see? Absolutely. It's a harsh reality. And yeah. now with the tears in his eyes, and he's talking about, and I didn't even realize that I was doing the cycle again, that hubris again, because yeah. I was Luke Skywalker legend jedi master you think of that you will think of this scene and now we know it was it's not just him walking up to the ewok village and seeing the ghost we see moments like this and that's what it's they 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 just really um what's the word they complement each other so well yeah and that's it's really great. not me forcing myself to, to do that, <laughs> to, to feel that way. It actually works. Your mileage it, it may vary. feels that way. I also yeah. want to point out the thing that I see on the internet all the time as soon as that episode dropped that I still think about to this day. I cannot claim this, but just the when Grogu got into that X-Wing with Luke and they communed and he said, hello, my, my name is Luke Skywalker and I'm here to rescue you kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> And Grogu had a flashback to the last time he interacted with a Skywalker, mm. which was probably very possibly at the Jedi Temple, Where, which was Anakin the night looking, it's the like, Anakin Skywalker. Did I miss any? <laughs> that's did wow. I miss any? Oh, that's crazy. What about to think Padme? About? Is yeah. she still here? Did I miss any? So, nope. So okay. <laughs> and Grogu's so just like says, munching a cookie under Skywalker a couch. He says Luke Skywalker, and Grogu like, just like mm. looks at the camera. 
Yeah, just like, like <laughs> saying nothing. Uh, you, what out, did you say your name was? Staying out of your way, I, I, I will. Um, we is, still don't uh, know how Grogu talks. <laughs> it's dark. Question for you, Caitlin, because let's uh, get away from the the Luke Skywalker stuff. So let's get into talk about well, yeah. what is the what what is the future of this show? Um, we've yeah. got a lot of open a lot of places to go here. Um, the the whole story of Mandalore and the dark saber is a fine example. Ooh, ooh, um, we ooh. were talking about this last night. Not only who do you think? So the question is is twofold here. The first part of the question is, and I know the answer to this because we've talked about it, but I just want to hear you. I'd like to hear you say it. Is um, why all of a sudden can't Din Djarin just give the dark saber over to Bogotan like we saw Sabine do that in Rebels? Second part of the question: Who do you think ultimately will end up with that dark saber? Ooh. Okay, so for anyone who has not seen Star Wars Rebels. Um, spoilers for Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars spoilers for Star Wars Rebels. Um, Don't want to ruin this, your favorite show that's been out amazing, for many years. Uh, Mandalor- uh, Mandalorian, uh, voiced by Tia Sakar, um, named Sabine. Mm-hmm. And there was a period of time in which she found the Darksaber mm-hmm. after a long series of events that we don't need to get into. She... Knowing that Bo-Katan, who, if you've watched Clone Wars, you know that she has a long history with royalty within Mandalorian culture, that she kind of has a right to the throne, etc., etc. Sabine says, here, I'm giving you the Darksaber. At first, Bo-Katan says, no, that's that's not for me. I, I, I failed once. I cannot do it again. Eventually, she does take it. Mm-hmm. You know, she she the the idea is that the dark saber can reunite Mandalorian culture, and that the the wielder of said dark saber will be the Mandalore, the leader of the Mandalorians. Yeah, it it fills a similar function to what the, there's this the Mandalore mask does yes. in 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 old legends in bo- in a book uh, all about Revan. It uh, it's filling a, a a similar part to that. Yes, and exactly. and it's it's also um the and the last time we see Bo-Katan before she pops up on Mandalorian, she was lifting it high. I'm ruling Mandalore, and then we heard all about this Imperial takeover, Great Purge. All this stuff happened. The after Great that. Purge. We don't. There's like a bunch of mystery there. We don't 100 percent know what happened there. All we know is that along the way, Bo-Katan lost the Darksaber, which technically means that she lost control of Mandalore again. Wow. To, and she didn't Come just on, lose it. She, she lost it to uh, one Moff Gideon. And, yes. And remind us your your now classic take on Moff Gideon, which is going to be put on merch, um, if you'd be so kind to repeat it. Uh, Moff Gideon is a messy bitch who loves drama. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. True yeah, words were never true. said. Yeah. We love Giancarlo, yeah. but Moff Gideon. He would agree. <laughs> you heard, you he, would agree. he would agree. He would he agree. He loves it. He'd be the first to agree. First he told agree. his kids, it's like when they said, don't hurt Grogu. He says, yeah, I'm going to kill that. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so fast forward, we get to this point. <laughs> and as explained in The Mandalorian Season 2, when Din wins the Darksaber from Moff Gideon after it defeating w- him in battle. It was a Din win. It was a Din win. Din win. Uh, he is now the the holder of the dark saber, and he he doesn't he doesn't care about this. He doesn't know like what the significance of this is. He's just like, oh, cool, a laser sword, 
yeah. then he goes up to Bo and he's like, here, take it. I don't want it. And she. I love that part. Yep. And Moff and Gideon's it, smiling this whole he's time. He's enjoying it yep. so hard. He's rolling and he, around like, like, a, like, like some pig. In, and it's you know. explained that you have to win the Darksaber in battle. You have to defeat your enemy. It's, it's strongly suggested um, for yes. proper Darksaber rule, you win it. There's an understanding that because the last time that Bo took control of Mandalore and had the Darksaber, which was just handed to her by Sabine, because Sabine said, you are the rightful ruler, here you go. And Bo-Katan said, cool, here we go, lifted the sword up and said, everyone unite under me. Yep. And then she lost it. Yep. So there's this idea that you do have to win it for it to be legitimate, otherwise you will lose it again. Yep. For it to stick. For it to stick. So it's like it's a difference between getting it and then getting it and keeping it. Yes. Which, Matt, you, you can attest to based on your dating life. Yes. <laughs> right? Huh? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Matt's married. Yeah, so. Matt is married. Yeah. Um, yeah, for a minute I didn't okay, think about it. Okay, I got my. That, that, this is this is for these. That was a note for somebody else. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay, it's okay, um, yeah. A different show. Um, all, 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 nothing but love to Matt's Twi- Twi'lek family. To add to to Caitlin's thing, though, like so, it, I think the next time that we're going to hear about this is probably the Ahsoka show, because yeah. if we're all hoping for what we really want to happen. We want to see a live action Sabine and Ahsoka going on that search for Ezra and Thrawn and that whole thing, you know? So what a good – where would be the best logical place to kind of pick up the, that part of the story, you know? Because now we have to hear it from Sabine because Sabine could easily tell Ahsoka, let me tell you a story about Bo-Katan, you know? Well, you're, you're assuming two things there. That assuming a lot that of Sabine, things. Sabine's going to be in live action and the other yes. thing that so the Ahsoka show is going to happen okay. before Mandalorian season three, which yes. I, I, I wouldn't yeah, bet on Yeah, I that. guess so. Yeah, maybe. So I think, I think Mando, <laughs> Mando and Bo-Katan are going to have to settle their beef before anything happens. Do you think so? Do you think so? There's, yeah, I do. I mean, they're well, going to- Well, that gets to the second part of Brian's question. Yes. Right. Which is who will ultimately wield the dark saber? Yeah. Which, you know, right now we know that Din Djarin is wielding the dark saber. He doesn't want that responsibility. No, no it's fascinating no. to me a guy who has here's pow- here's ultimate power over an entire planet. He's like, no, I don't want it. He's like, yeah. no. That also, is why it I'm must just be you. Also, I just <laughs> learned that I was maybe part of a cult. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is another whole thing yeah. we have to deal well, with. Like, yeah. They drop that early in the season. It's like, yeah, season three, I can see going, going I got some personal cult, issues. Yeah. Cult stuff. And, yeah. and let's be real. I don't want any job where any day somebody could walk in and be like, fight me to the death. You know, right. like, I don't want that job. And yeah. talk about <laughs> a know, side quest. Like, that's a, it's that's like, a lot you know of work. Who does, yeah. You know You've who does want that job? I have, I have. It's terrible. Yep. You know who does want that job and who would be good at it? Who? Who's that? Bo-Katan. Oh, yeah, yeah. She would. I, th- I I do ultimately think there will be a lot of hubbub around this in mm-hmm. season three um, as Din continues his journey post Grogu. I do believe that they will be reunited, but further down the line. Yeah. But for now, I do think that Bo-Katan is the ultimate wielder of the dark saber. So, so what I'm getting from you is that the only way for this to happen theoretically is either for Din to get in a fight with somebody else. That person wins the dark saber. So now you don't have to die to win it. No, no, Moff, yeah. Gideon, Moff Gideon. He didn't wins die. it from Moff Gideon, and Moff Gideon still around, thankfully, because he's such a good villain. So either Bo-Katan and Din Djarin are going to fight, and they got to put. You can't fake it. Like there yeah. can't be any theatrics here. It's got to. We gotta have to be prove real. that Bo is a better warrior than. Right. So Sakoff's going to kick Din Djarin's ass. 
um, which, I, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that. And then she will take that. the saber as much as though that's the drama, because I don't want you don't want them. I to don't fight. want yeah. that. You I don't, don't want to I, them I want them fight. to be allies. I want them to be friends. You, you want them to kiss a little bit. Maybe they're going to have to Wait, find a way. You. I don't know. Yeah. To maybe. kiss. Just take the no, helmet. No, that's <laughs> you. That's yeah. you. <laughs> the good thing about Mandalorian. Logistically. Put I some... want to see those two make out. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I support this for you. I cannot. I cannot support this in my heart, but I support it for you. Yeah. More, more. More makeouts in the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but, so, but I want like, to mask, like a... mask the mask action, you know, because you don't like, take the mask off. No, it's you know? like, well, or to keep them on. It's yeah. just going to be a little clunky, but I mean, just do that. It'll be funny. Um, so, Caitlin, you, you are putting your, your credits on Bo-Katan ending up with the Darksaber and rebuilding Mandalore. Matt, if you, if you had to, real quick, who do you think is going to end up with the Darksaber? You agree, Bo-Katan or somebody else? Okay. Um, well, first of all, I just want to say that like anybody can put on Mando's armor, so they should put somebody like really weak, like in his armor, so they think that he loses. But no, it, it can't be a yeah. deception. That's the whole thing. It can't <laughs> oh, be. Okay. Can't be fake. Then <laughs> they'll right, find damn, out right. a season Matt later. Like, never I be the wait, wait, that <laughs> was a play. There was someone else in the suit. Oh, now it's not real. Now they uh, have to a fight lot again. shorter. Um, okay. All right. So. All right. So. All right, Bo-Katan. I'm going to say they'll put Edward G. Robinson in the Mandalorian suit. <laughs> yes. It's been like, oh, yeah, he won. There he goes. But it's like Push him out next there. season, yeah. Bo-Katan's like, wait, exactly. Edward G. Robinson? That's exactly Edward, how it plays. Yeah, Edward out. G. So, Robinson. So anyway, who do you think's going to end up? Do you think Bo-Katan's going to end up with it? See, no, because I don't think she will. Only because I think that's that's too easy. You know, like, so maybe she will, but then she's going to get killed and somebody else is going to have it. And then we're going to be off I the just Mandalorian. Want to you I just want you. Bo-Katan is not going to get killed. I know. I, mean, I don't know. Something's going to happen. So, sound the hot take alarm. Hot take. She deserves it. She Why does do you want deserve it. To die? I don't want her to die. I'm just exactly. saying that. But he's probably, it's um, it's good television. It's good television. Is it yeah, though? Yeah, it is. yeah absolutely. Isn't it better television She's to see, to see this powerful woman yeah. who's lost so much triumph in the face of adversity again That's and again? That's where I'm at. But also, oh, it's good television. It's good television. I think it's better television to see her triumph, quite frankly. I don't know she why you want to see her fail. And then, and then the next episode, she will... Not you want to take away her right to vote next? <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's wait, obviously wait where this is going. I don't know where this anyway, is going. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> wait a Matt, minute. You had a great thing last yeah. night we were talking. I want to. I want to. This Ooh. is a pointed question. Um, we were talking about other characters that we'd like to see pop up on the <laughs> yes. show. Characters yes. that we know. Yeah. And you had one that got me really excited yeah. and has had me a buzzing wow. all day. Did it? Who is this it's person? Because this is just a, a great idea you had. Maz Kanata. Oh. Love why? Why? Love like, it. wouldn't that be something if in the next season of Mandalorian, something brings him to Maz's castle because it's been it, there for like eight hundred years or something? It's been there. She's <laughs> like over a thousand years. Yeah, so that was, it's there. that's a long time. And like, so, but go- I remember specifically you talking about where they would meet Maz, though, Matt. Oh. I loved what you did with this. Wait a minute. What did I say? Oh my god! What did I say? Can't Do you again. not remember this? I don't. Wait a minute. My mind was really memorable. <laughs> so I don't remember it either. I just remember him saying you, had, you had said that it would be on Kashyyyk. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. yes sorry, that's what we were spitballing because a little bit. I like the idea yeah. of yes. Maz being like, oh, my boyfriend lives that's here. That's right. Yes. Because like, they could work yep. that in because after, according to Aftermath, there's this little period where Chewie goes back and lives on Kashyyyk and helps yeah. rebuild with his family for a little while. Yeah. So you don't even need Han in there. That's she great. Could, love they this could idea have to go to Kashyyyk. Of, I love it. Of, you could w- yeah. w- weave in Maskanada in there. That's possible. Caitlin, thank and you for you remembering Ju- that. Thank yes, you. and you could have Junus in 
the Chewy suit, and he could yeah. be a guest star in season oh, three. He, and you could have Lumpy and all, everybody, his whole family there. Perfect. Waru, they call him Waru. All right, Waru, okay, sorry. It's not Lumpy. No, not Lumpy. But, but that but, is, let's see the origin story of Maz Kanata's weird obsession with Wookiees. With Wookiees. And, and like, and Amando's there. You are right back in the mess. Why know? is it weird? Well, not Why weird. Is it weird? It's not weird at all. Unexpected. Unexpected. Just, she's just a. She's just a. And Mando's a just like, I, I, need, I need fuel. Why is it weird? I need fuel. And they're like, well, before you get your fuel, Mando, you got to. Oh, so climb now you want a side quest? Tree. Yeah, I don't. I'm so I don't know. This giant tree. If I, if I had to, you know, I could spend the rest of my life trying to figure out senses at the ready. What the f you want? <laughs> and I could live a hundred fucking years, and I wouldn't be Whoa. anywhere close. Man. That, that was yeah. so aggressive. That was so Sorry. It's not I the word you thought. So it's you not think, the word you guys have, thought. Yeah. We have to move it quite. If it was me, I love that thought for me. My, my dream uh, character popping up is Fen Rao, played by Kevin McKidd. Ah, yes, um, yes. Who we saw on uh, Star Wars Rebels. Um, question for the floor. Um, as to the future of this show, we're going to get Book of Boba Fett first, um, as we already said. We know from season one of Mando that Fennec worked with the Huts. She, and this isn't really a question for the floor. This is just something I'm saying. Okay, I like when you say <laughs> that. Okay. Um, this is, this is a, right a take. It's, it's um, in terms of returning characters, it's more about Book of Boba Fett. Um, but hearing, uh, Fen we hear that Fennec, uh, in Mando season one has worked with the huts. We hear that mm. in the Toro Calican episode. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> but before uh, book of Boba Fett, we're getting Ming-Na Wen playing her in bad batch. Amazing. Which is in, well, let's do it properly in the, see if this works in the bad batch. They call themselves the bad batch. Yeah. Yay, there you go. All right. Nice, there you go. Um, so if she's in the mix, we could possibly in in book of in in the bad batch the bad batch is now where i'm centering a lot of where this is where a lot of my dream things can happen for whatever yes. reason and a lot of them started or possible because of mandalorian uh you're going into what we talked about last night well yeah, something yeah if if good. if this is the bad batch we know she's in there mm. we know little lil boba is still around in like right up until Order 66, he's still around. So that old Cad Bane arc of Boba taking the crown of biggest bad bounty hunter and putting on his father's armor again, those animatics that we saw, but they never finished. Bad Batch could finally be the place to see them. Now, originally we thought, oh, they're saving them for Mandalorian. No, they were saving them for, for something like this, for for animation where Cad Bane belongs. So not only could we see Fennec meet Boba, but we could see that finally see that Cad Bane arc complete itself on Bad Batch. Now, how the actual members of the Bad Batch themselves are involved in that, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> they could just be watching or something. I don't know. I guess it's just something. They could do something. But, I mean, um, speaking of the Bad Batch, too, I think um, it was, was it one of you guys or was it something that I saw? I can't remember, but it was the idea that the Bad Batch, the ones who save Grogu from... I'm not the only one that had this take. I'll say right. that. This is not one that I st I heard and then stole. I had this thought and then I looked. I'm like, okay, many others like, are also alone. having this thought. So I can't claim it as mine, but it is. I did happen to have it at the same time as other people. Congratulations, me. Where's my parade? <laughs> uh, but I do I'm think, so um, I think because we're probably going to be looking at maybe a whole season of The Mandalorian without Grogu. Mm. Um, without the little star, but I think we're going to see him before that. I think we're going to see him well before Mando season three. I think we're going to see him in Bad Batch, and I think the Bad Batch could theoretically be the ones that rescue Grogu from the Jedi Temple. 
and hide him away. I love this take. I think it's genius. Mind blown. Mind blown. Genius take. Because also it's because we have if we're going to do an order 66 again. Yeah. And I don't know if between Fallen Order. I don't and think I, I don't think Wars, I can emotionally take another order. more. I've just got, you never I've just got one more left, and then please, no, no more perspective. <laughs> and never again, I can't. Yeah, yeah. But if they're saving him, we have we have the same opportunity that we remember when we thought with Clone Wars. It's like oh, we're going to see it from all the perspectives of the Jedi that we didn't see cut down. Yeah, we're going to yeah, see yeah. it happen, that, yeah. and then we it it ended up not being that. Yeah. It was focused it was on better. Ahsoka. It was so much better. So much it better. was focused on Ahsoka Rex. It was so intimate, and it was just effing brilliant and still one of it's hard to believe that that was not like a even year a year ago. ago i'm gonna watch the it less than a year it's ago. still like the the whole the, the image the predominant image of ahsoka fate in front of the clone graveyard has not left me mm. um yeah. so anyway i i see it's this is the chance in bad batch if we see just assuming that they have their chips out at some point um if they're in the mix and gonna save grogu and they're in the temple or something like that. There we could see, well, what happened to a Jedi? I don't know why I'm so obsessed with him. Why am I? Why? He's like, why are you obsessed with me? Um, like Terra Sinube, <laughs> Je- yeah. Jedi that were uh, that were only on Clone Wars. Well, how did they end? It's like, did I want to I don't want to see Terra Sinube get cut down, but he probably did. We could see that. How did that happen? That would be a place anyway, if bad batch could theoretically do that. I think bad mm. batch is going to be uh much bigger in terms of lore than I originally thought. Yeah, I think, I think so too. And I think it's going it to make sense. And it's going to be like, it's going to be weird because it's going to be like through this like comical lens of this, like teenage mutant Ninja turtles, stormtroopers, you know, like that yeah. are going to like do all this immediate, like, you know, connect all these dots and, and, uh, the Grogu thing is just if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be upset. It it might it might not. I mean, um, as usual, it's like when usually when that's too good a story, want, Brian. You know, like I just want to well, see I just want to see yeah. Baby Grogu in animation. Yeah, yeah, and I imagine he'll he'll be. He'll hey, wait a minute, what was man. the big guy? What was the big guy in Bad Batch that I like? What's his name? Oh my God, what's his name? Uh, wrecker. Wrecker. Ah, oh, wrecker. You're you're a wrecker. Please tell me we are blowing something up. Yeah, yeah. I believe Caitlin's favorite was. <laughs> yep. Hunter. Hunter. Was Hunter the, the suave, the yeah, leader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine was Crosshair. The Rambo, the Rambo yeah. dude. I, I like yeah. I like Crosshair. The Wrecker's running Crosshair out with a little baby Grogu over his head. He's like, I got him. You know, it's um, fantastic. You're not gonna Give face any resistance f- from us. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up, but um I wanna ask Caitlin Bush. Mm. Hamill aside, because I'm just Hamill gonna side. assume that was a big surprise. Um biggest surprise of season two for you. Let's see here. I think so many of these these moments were were kind of uh, leaked into the press ahead of time, and because it's it's just a world that we pay attention to by nature. There was very little that surprised me. Looking back on the overall impressions that I had of the season, I think weirdly the thing that surprised me most was that. One of the episodes that sticks with me the most is The Passenger. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because it's like the one yep. episode that doesn't have like a le- like a like like a, a a character in it, like a character who everyone was anticipating. Like we don't you don't you know, Ming Ming Na, and you don't get uh you, you don't get Boba, you don't have Ahsoka, you don't have Cobb Vanth. Like you get Frog Lady, 
It's the most original episode of the bunch. You it's Paul, the most original episode. Paul Sung Young Lee as Carson Teva and and Dave Filoni as which pilots, which is wonderful. But, but aside from that, it's mostly yeah, you're right. You get it's Frog, Frog Lady, Lady and my and personal hero in life, Doctor Mandible. Which <laughs> yes. the fact that 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 is something that I think about all the time when yeah. this was in a season where you got you got Timothy Oliphant playing Cobb Vanth, you have Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka, like you have all of these. You get you get Mark Hamill. Playing Luke Skywalker, yes, yeah. and the thing that I think about all the time is Frog Lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's 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 breakout um, her star. Universe makes no uh, and frog, shortage. Frog husband, frog husband of, <laughs> of Mandalorian based T shirts. They have no yeah. shortage. They have yeah. Bo-Katan shirts. They have new Ahsoka shirts. They have everything. Out of all of them, what's the one that I bought? Frog Lady. Frog, frog, lady. Lady. frog lady. Um, she's a queen. Yeah. she's yeah. an icon. That's that's the weird thing. Going to just best and favorite episode, whatever. I, I have to say, it's like I overall, it's the believer is probably the best. It's mm. hard for me to not say the rescue is is the as the sentimental favorite. But part of me sometimes it's the passenger, just because yeah. I'm so weird. It's and so that weird. Just, yeah, it's awesome. is a particular brand of Star Wars weirdness that mm-hmm. just worked it, for me. I yep. can't it explain clicks. it. Yep. It's got Amy Sedaris talking to a giant bug who's a doctor. It, and it, it tickles something very particular doctors in my too, brain. Brian. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I know. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's just that this is the same. I keep coming back yeah. to this. This is the same... Order 66 is in this storytelling saga, as is Amy Sedaris playing Sabak with this giant bug named Dr. Mandible. Uh, those two things, it's so weird. Matt, same question for you. Biggest surprise. Hamill Ham aside. I feel like you baited me with this question, but biggest surprise is the destruction of the Razor Crest. I'm still upset about it. I didn't, I didn't bait you at all. Okay, wait, well, did you I, think I, you I, see that I, coming? He just knows that I, I forgot about it. That's why we're doing this. Okay, I actually did too. Yeah, I mean, oh. that's the biggest surprise. I, I can't good believe. Mortis alive. Matt, <laughs> you were so, Matt, you were so upset. I, I'm still yeah, you upset. Took it. You I took know. it. I'm upset. Because here's the thing. It's like, what are we going to do? Get a new ship? Like, like we're going to get a new one? Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, I don't know. I, I felt I was in love with the Razor Crest. I know. And like, it was a good ship. It's one thing to kill a character because whatever, but like to kill your ship, your hero ship, the, the Lego set, you know, I'm, I'm just. Well, what are we, what are we, what's he going to do about ships in uh, the. I hope he gets a new something because I don't want to see hey. him flying around slave, uh, you know, slave one. I love slave one, but like, we don't, you know, I want a new ship. Also, I want, Bob, like, uh, Boba and Boba. And, Boba's uh, off on his own show. I yeah. yeah. He Boba's got his, one. yeah, he's got to take his wheels he with needs him. He's a yeah. ship. Yeah. Not only did they blow up the Razor Crest, they blew up your boat too. <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you right now. I also want to see my boat action, my Star Wars they, boat action. It doesn't exist. They blew boats. it up. Why are there no boats in Star Wars? Why have we never seen a there boat are. battle? There are. You did a whole thing on I this. I know. I did. I did. You want a boat battle? <laughs> yeah, watch Black Sails. Yeah, yeah, but it's I want, like, I want like boats, you know? All right. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But that's that's go, my biggest surprise. Go, go down <laughs> to the marina. Yeah, I, I got a marina still, right I, next to me. I still, yeah. for, the, for the life of me, I, yeah. someday I'll figure you out. Um, <laughs> February. But no time soon. I know okay, what I want. Well, okay. You want ships not to blow up? It's, <laughs> poor Captain Romano. I believe he was yeah. quite fond of yeah, that ship. Exactly. Okay. Um, final question before we get to final thoughts. Um, did this season meet your expectations or surpass them? Or did Sur- it fall below? Uh, to surpass. Be Caitlin Bush. Yeah. Sur- and. My my expectations were so high already because season one was so good, and I didn't mm-hmm. think 
that anything could be better and it was still better. Yeah. Yeah, they blew Matt the doors open. They blew the doors open on this thing. They literally they kicked blew the doors the bloody open. doors off. Yeah, they were like, here we go. You want Star Wars? Here's a show. Here's a show. Here's a character. Here's a location. Oh, you like Star Wars? You like Star we Wars? Star you like Wars this ship? Cars. You like that ship? We're going to blow it up. We we're put Star Wars in your Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars are your Star Wars all over the place. It's so Star Wars it doesn't even know it how Star so Wars much Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I, I have to say that I, I, I my expectations were were not actually very high. Weirdly, we had had a year of Star Wars, and I think I was a little yeah. burned out. Um, yeah. And so I was looking forward to it, of course, but I wasn't. I, it just something about it, I'm like, yeah, that's happening, and it becomes a thing. And then it started. I was like, oh yeah, that's what yeah. this show is. Yep. And all this of a sudden, good. it's like my expectations were way too low. And then even when they got high, especially after Cobb Vanth and that whole amazing opening episode, it just kept surpassing them with each episode. You, just, you, you open with Cobb Vanth and Crate Dragon. Yeah. It's and then like, you go up from there. Let's hear it for Crate Dragon. It's like, <laughs> that's where you start. And you start there. It's With it's Timothy Oliphant playing a space pirate, a space yeah. cowboy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Oliphant. He's um, gorgeous. Fi- final thoughts yeah. on oh, sorry, Mandalorian sorry. season two uh, before <laughs> we uh, before we go to break. Matt Romano, final thoughts. What else can I say? Very excited for Mandalorian season three. Whenever we get it, I hope it's soon. But are you looking yeah. forward in the meantime to getting Book of Boba Fett? <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting like a new Star Wars Everything. show every week. <laughs> You're you looking know, forward like, to waking up tomorrow morning. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to waking up tomorrow morning. That's how. Well, here's hoping. Here's hoping yeah, that yeah. happens. <laughs> exactly. Um, don't don't go in the North Wing. Yeah. Caitlin Bush. <laughs> uh, final thoughts on Mandalorian season two. I think it was fantastic. I think that the guest stars were next level, and I'm. Like it, this season was so good that I'm scared for like how good season three is. Yeah. Might be. Yeah. yeah. If, any, like, if anything, it's just, it's just got, it has, I have no idea what to expect. Like, you know, you're, like you're scared by the I'm quality. Scared. Scared. Cause by it's going to be so good. It's, <laughs> it's too good. I'm terrified at the quality of these things. It can, only, it can only go yeah. down from here. And that terrifies me. Yeah. And I have to, I have to, I have to add this. I have to add this in. It's, can there be any debate that Grogu is the greatest puppet in television or movies? Never, can never be debated. I don't I mean, know. What, Cookie what Monster is a, quite the quite the puppet. Uh, Oscar the Grouch. That's what you're going to cut me. Cookie Monster. Okay, okay. Not, not, non. You're coming. You're, com- you're coming to me with Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. You gonna tell me Cookie Monster isn't a good good puppet? Help me, only one cannoli. You me only hope. Don't try and turn this into a me hating Cookie Monster <laughs> okay, thing. Cookie Monster's a fine puppet. Fantastic. I'm talking He's about a Muppet. That's what he is. Brian Silliman hates yeah. Cookie Monster. Yeah. No, that's that's, that's what we're taking away from that, this. That is yeah. don't don't do not and don't turn that into a sound bite that makes it sound like yeah <laughs> I hate Cookie Monster. Uh, don't thank you. clip thank that you for out, out of context. <laughs> don't you people it. do that. Yep. No. Okay. Well, I just I I I am astounded every time. I know this is he's our everyone's the little star and so everything good. else. But I so look good. at him interacting, and it's no, just gorgeous. a real being. Yeah. I I just it, I can't believe it. Not since sometimes, Yoda sometimes himself. Sometimes you like. Sometimes you think about like. Like, you're like, oh, like, everyone loved the Yoda baby. Everyone loved the Yoda baby. Like, that, it makes sense. You know, but you forget yeah. why. Like, until you watch another scene where they're just, like, the little minute details that they put into this little creature's movements. And he's so goddamn cute. So good. And we're, we're going to get into much more of that when we talk about the behind the scenes of it in mm. the Disney gallery, Ooh, The Mandalorian. More, more. Mandalorian. Which will be hitting next week. But that's going to do it for now. We're going to take a short break, but we'll be right back. So don't turn us off.
We're back, and now it's time to take a look at some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. Something huge that has been going on in the Star Wars community is something that we never addressed on the old show. We had strictures, things that we couldn't get into and things that we could, and certain banthas in the room we didn't talk about. But now we're going to. Um, A lot of listeners have wanted us to address it, and we've wanted to address it. So it's something that has broken the fandom even more. It's a lot of takes, both on all sides about this, and we're going to really try to be as as fair and open about it as as humanly possible. We're just gonna we're just gonna do our best. I am, of course, talking about Cara Dune actress Gina Carano and social media controversy and being ultimately fired from The Mandalorian. Caitlin Bush, fill us in on the details. So a lot of controversy going around. Gina Carano, um, if you follow her on social media or even pay attention to Star Wars on social media, you know that there was a a number of incidents that would pop up that got her trending, especially on Twitter, uh, because that's where she was most vocal. Um, There were several incidents. uh, The first that really caught people's eyes being that uh, folks were asking Gina to include her pronouns uh, which are, as far as we know, she, her in her bio, which a lot of people do, um, since not everyone's pronouns go by the gender binary, she, her, he, him, rather than put she, her, she included what I think were, were droid sounds as her, uh, as her pronouns, which a lot of people, um, took as being disrespectful toward the trans community and people who don't, uh, fall within the gender binary. And then there were the next few things. There was some stuff about uh, she was an anti-masker, which during the coronavirus right now, when millions of people are dying around the world, and one of the few things that people can do actively in their lives to protect others around them is to wear a mask whenever you go out, ends up being a bit of a controversial statement. There was some, uh, she was passing around the idea that some of the votes and that the election itself had been stolen and rather than Joe Biden winning, that he actually hadn't. And then ultimately the thing that seemed to be, I don't want to use the euphemism nail in the coffin because that's very dark, but this was the final straw for Lucasfilm was the moment that she uh, compared Nazi Germany um, and ultimately the Holocaust to the political climate currently in the United States, um, which, shockingly enough, Holocaust jokes uh, are not a winner in the current world, uh, nor will they ever be. And it wasn't long after that that Disney did announce when at when asked is Gina still employed by Lucasfilm, the statement came out that Gina Gina Carano is no longer employed by Lucasfilm, nor do they have plans to work with her ever again. And if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, it was um it was a meme that she shared that was retweeted and then yes. since taken down that compared being a, a Republican or and or conservative these days is akin to being 
living in Nazi Germany where neighbors turn upon neighbors Correct. and th- such as things like that. Um, yes. and that did not go over well. Um, and so we, we were, we've been following this entire situation from the beginning and ultimately I'm, sh- I'm quite sure there were people, people telling her not to do this. There were people telling her to please stand down. She continued on it anyway. And I think that her, the absence of any mention of her during the earnings call was I, I and, and every time something like this happened, they were thing they they were hit things happening on both sides. There was outrage, and there was fire. Gina Carano was trending, and then the next day you'll say we love Cara Dune in support of her is trending. So it was coming every which way. I don't ultimately the last time after the Nazi Germany meme was shared personally, and this is not confirmed, but I feel like she had already been fired, and this was Disney letting everybody know. Because I think um, I think there was some expectation that she was going to be the star of Rangers of the Republic. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that definitely. they were setting up. It's very obvious in many points of, of Mando season two that they're setting her up for a spinoff. I think all this started. They and this has happened with other Lucasfilm actors and MCU actors. They've shared some social media stuff that Disney doesn't like. They say, please don't do that. Or they say, hey, don't. And they stop. Yeah. So, or apologize or whatever. Maybe they did that here. She kept on going and they scrapped that show. She was fired and they just hadn't announced it yet, which is why you're free enough in 2021 to post Nazi Germany memes or whatever else. Because every time it happens, just doubling down with another thing and another thing and another thing. Really. And so I think finally Disney forced there because this this outrage of this it's like coming with you take it to a nazi germany place they're just gonna have to whatever they had planned in the release of this they're just gonna say yeah she's gone and i'm sure we can expect probably more on that was was in any which way fired by lucasfilm and this is fired by people above favreau and filoni these are lucasfilm execs were you surprised that she was fired either of you I want to say no. I, yeah. I want to say no. Yeah. Um. But you know, Disney is a very large corporation. Um. And like any other large corporation, it's going to look after itself. Yeah. Um. Rather than some of the people. Sometimes we're we don't need to get into the 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 politics of Disney. Um. Right now, but in my opinion, it took longer than it should have. But I I I'm I'm happy that it did happen. Yeah. Ultimately. I think it's a step in like the right direction for, yeah. for Disney. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I ultimately there was nothing they could do. There was a I line. Mean, like, we found, a, we found the line. We found the line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it, and it, and it, by all accounts, it looks like she was given a warning. And when any job you sign a contract, you, yeah. you, you agree to some rules and you break the rules, you lose your job. Like, and then that's the way it is. That's how it works. That's how it works. So, like, at the end of the day, part of me feels like, you know, like, she did this to herself. Like, you know, like, yeah. you, you, you know, it, it, it's the big problem is it's unfortunate that people equate free speech with, like, being correct. Like, just because right. you have the right to say something doesn't necessarily make that what you're saying okay. Right. And a lot of the time, people like don't take the effort to examine the context of that speech. So, like, you can put one thing 
versus the other and see it very black and white. But you have to take the time to deconstruct it and understand really what everyone's saying. Yeah. And 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 a lot of this gets into there was a lot of debate around um, genus firing as as cancel culture. Yeah, but it, uh, which we, like, we we don't we don't need to right. get into it all. But yeah. the the thing that that struck me the most, and you pointing out, Matt, that um, you know you you get a job, you sign a contract, and if you don't follow that contract, you get a warning, and then then you're done yeah. because you didn't follow the contract. There was a a great Mary Sue article. Um, where the headline, I'm going to butcher the exact, the exact words for it, but it was, uh, Gina Carano's firing is not cancel culture. It's consequences. Yes. It's consequences. Cause you, you have freedom of speech, but you're not free from the consequence of that. Ultimately, speech. ultimately you're right. It's like whatever your, your old personal convictions are, you signed a contract that says you're beholden to this. That's it. You've you're agreed beholden to, to a certain that. kind of you, behavior. You've accepted yep. that when you took on the job. Yep. So this is a part of that job no matter what. And so, yeah, you have, you have your free speech. They have every right to then fire you. And it goes back, of course, there are other actors that have, that have spoken out on other things that Lucas says. I was surprised that Disney did this because their track record isn't great. Mm -hmm. And they pick and choose their battles of who they're going to support and when speak your truth all you want. But when you lose me, when that free speech wrapped up in love and freedom and all that, which hers is, it's all in the sense of love and freedom and beauty and all that. But when it's really just bigotry and hatred and disinformation that is dangerous, you, With you a lost, bow on top. you lost, yeah, you, you, you lose me. And it's, and this is not, and I, and I was disappointed from the beginning. And, and also it's just, it's hurting people, it's hurting people, hurting a community that, and this is, and yeah, they, they dog piled on her to a certain degree, especially, and, and is enough is enough, but ultimately still not everyone did. And you're hurting a community that is already vulnerable because of not just the world in general, but also has seen some disrespect from other big people in the fantasy world lately and it's so just, much is this necessary do we have to do this do we need more misinformation that's, out that's here the other and thing. kept being doubling down and i the thing is i liked her i liked her on this i still do i like the character cara dune on yep. the show so this is not personal it was just so disappointing and it kept happening and i just kept every time it did every time i saw her trending i was just like oh please stop just please stop and just apologize but learn. she in her mind apologize and learn yeah she and has grow. nothing to apologize for and in my experience the more you tell someone that they need if they don't think they need to and you keep shouting at them that they do the less they're going to want to do it and the less they're going to listen so at this point there, there's really no point um in in doing that she's made it clear that that this is where she stands and that's that. But that, but, and so, but that's these the thing. Are the consequences. But that's the thing. It's like you know, I just I hope we can get to a point where we start arguing about like policies again and facts, because like we're, we're yeah. what we're stuck with now is we're like we're not arguing, we're arguing about reality. We're not even arguing about any truths anymore. You know, yeah, that's 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 why this was dangerous. That's why this yeah. was dangerous, um, and I'm glad and Disney for, took action for us. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's not for everybody, and I'm sure people. Listening to this will have a different take, a different point of view. Yeah. I would love no microphones or anything to sit down with a couple of hours and just and just 
get the actual story. But what I mean, what we can do, because we don't we don't want to go on too long about this. And something tells me this is not the last time we're going to be talking about this. We can tell you what we believe. She has spoken her free speech and her truths. We can tell you just for the record what we believe. We here at Return of the Pod, the three of us believe that trans men are men, trans women are women, that trans lives matter, that masks save lives, and that the coronavirus is very real and not a joke at all. That's what we believe. No matter that we're not saying that you have to believe that too, but just so you know, that's our stance. And for anybody that was, and I, and, and I know that this is, ta- this has happened because people have written to, to me at least and, um, hurt, upset, let down by the sequence of events for a v- variety of reasons. And to those people and anyone else that has been hurt by this, upset by this, um, we can't fix it. We can't come together and, and, and wave a wand and, and, and make everything better. But all we can say is that's what we believe. You're safe with us. We we've got your back. We'll we'll look out to you, uh, look out for you as best we can, and that's really all all we can say. The the, the we're not gonna again. We're not gonna sit here and blast her. We'll do our best to separate the character and the person. That's something I've been working on a lot lately. It's and that we're all and that we're all learning. We're yeah, we we're are. all still growing, and the hope is that as people we continue to grow, we continue to learn, we continue to listen, um, and that we all do it together. And look, I've gone through, read through all of the tweets, the retweets, everything. And personally, I every, every on every single count, personally, I find it anathema to my own personal beliefs. I'm the last person that should judge anyone for anything. The amount of crap that I've pulled in my life and gotten away with, mostly because who am I and nobody cares, but still is gargantuan and we're all, as Caitlin has said, we're all still working on it and just trying to be better. So that's our truth. That's where we stand on this. Again, it's probably not the last time we're going to be talking about it. If you listen to what we just said and you don't like it, we're not sorry. That's where we stand on it. And that's how it's going to be. Comics? Wow. How's that for a for a transition? <laughs> oh, there you go. Great. All right. Comics. Uh, let's clear the air in there. Um, Ooh, don't worry. These breaths. walls are blaster, blaster <sighs> resistant. Okay. okay. Back to Star Wars. And we'll get, I'm sure we'll be, in terms of the previous uh, issue, uh, we'll be covering um, recasting, replacing as those rumors continue to unfold. And they're already going fast and furious. And the last thing we'll say is if you ever wanted... Uh, Cara Dune action figure, now would be the time to get it because the prices <laughs> on eBay are skyrocketing and Amazon and everyone else are just slowly taking them away. So right now you can get a Black Series Cara Dune for about $300. It's going to be harder to get than the PS5 after a little while or a V-Hudge sweater, So which you can't get those at all. And trust me, I've tried. So if you want them, get on it. Comics! Marvel and IDW titles continue now with two added High Republic titles, which we'll get into in Book Club, but that's not all for comics recently announced, and this is exciting, talking about Boba, and talking about the Bobasans, if you will. Is that better, or do you like Fetasans? I like yeah, Bobasans. Yeah, the Bobasans are fettuccine. Yep. Fettuccine. I like Bobasans. It sounds rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Bobasans. Part of the ongoing Bobasans 
is a five-issue comic miniseries written by Charles Soule, one of our favorites, called War of the Bounty Hunters. It's going to be Boba-centric, at least definitely at the start of this miniseries. It's going to take place between Empire and Jedi. Boba has lost Carbonite Han, so he's going to have to go through other bounty hunters, the Huts, Black Sun, Darth Vader, and more (laughs) to get him back. I love this. I love that he just lost... On the way, because we've already seen in the comics, it wasn't a straight shot right to Jabba's palace. He's like, Mm -hmm. I got some things to deal with. Hans is fine back there. And let's just say precious cargo that it's like if, say, a shout out to my friend David, if Dengar can swoop in and be like, no, actually, I did it. I found him. And don't worry, this is just toilet paper wrapped around my head. Anybody (laughs) got to go? Um, He can, you know, sell (laughs) Jabba himself. But this all starts on May 5th, 2021, and the four main Marvel Star Wars titles will then spin out new arcs from this. Um, So it's going to have repercussions on all of the main titles, not include uh, the four ongoing titles that aren't um, High Republic. Moving on to gaming news. Announced yesterday during the big Nintendo Direct thing. Is that what it was? Is that a good thing to call it? Nintendo, Nintendo Direct. Direct. Nintendo yeah. Direct. Nintendo yeah. Direct thing was Mario Golf. Um, but other than that, um, something, a game called Star Wars Hunters. Mm. And this is a third person shooter that is set between episodes six and seven. It's going to be on the Nintendo Switch, but it's also going to be on iOS and Android. So you can play it on a phone. They're saying it is quote-unquote, free-to-play, and it is produced by Zynga. Uh, Both of those Which is also last... the company that does uh, Farmville. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. is that they the They do Farmville? the Facebook games. Yeah, it's the Farmville company. Oh, my. Facebook games, yeah. Uh, um, right. Both of those last two bits in the thing scream out microtransactions to me. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I'll admit yeah. I was excited when I saw this announcement, and then the more I read you about dug. it- Doug. The less excited it's, I got. Yeah, it sounds like it's and, like buy your lightsaber, buy your helmet, buy your boots. Yeah, that's buy, exactly yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yep. I'm sure it's free to play. Yeah, and sure. Upload, but if you want to, if do you want to be Droopy McCool for for ten levels, <laughs> you know. <laughs> what is this obsession? With I love Droopy. McCool? I love me some Droopy McCool. It doesn't sound like it with a reference like with a remark like that. I know. I, I do love him. I love Droopy. It's an aggressive love, yeah, Brian. Yeah, exactly. Always love, love aggressive love, Matt. You know what band plays that song? Aggressive love. Don't. Red Blades Coliseum comes in red from the Madison Square Garden. Here we go. We're also gonna have monster trucks. Okay. I was waiting for that one. (laughs) I was waiting for that one. Oh my god! Bringing it back. Okay. Okay, moving on. Um, I'll just say this in terms of free to play Star Wars games that you can also do on your phone. You know, if you don't want to wait for this, there's a great, and I've talked about this before, but it's been a while. There's a great one already on the phone that actually is free to play. It's called Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, which I play myself. Which Brian's never talked about before. No, I never heard of it. I talked about it like like once, like a year ago, Caitlin M. Bush. Okay, the listener, Kyle L., um, who was nice enough, who's nice enough, shout out to you, because he was nice enough to help me out when I was between guilds, which I am quite often. I have trouble staying in guild because I don't play all the time these days. And if you're not on there every day, they get pissed and kick you out. <laughs> Rightfully so, even though I have quite formidable players. Anyway, it's a fun game. And yes, tossing some money at it now and then does make it go faster, but you really don't have to. I almost have almost never do that. And the times that I have have been late night moments of weakness. You can have plenty of fun on this game and not throw any money at it. And all the characters are there. So, and that when they say free to play, it actually is. Um, yeah. So 
I'd say that. And Kyle L., who just told me today that that we inspired him to start up his own podcast that's probably going to talk about his experiences in Galaxy of Heroes. Big shout out to you, my friend. And uh, and in terms of your new podcast, we'll say many boats. Many boats. Page turners they are. Welcome back to Brian's Book Club. The sacred Jedi texts. Ooh. Hot news. Just in a few hours before we started recording, there will be a third book in what will now be E.K. Johnston's Padme trilogy. Oh, you had Queen Shadow. There we go. You had your Queen's Peril. Uh, and now we're going to get Queen's Hope. And this book will, among other things, explore the marriage between Anakin and Padme. Oh, my yes. God. Wow. Yeah, time yes. races sing this song, dude. Yeah, it's like so. Yes, this is going to be a good one. I feel for like both this is Caitlin like the closest we're going to get to a lifetime movie that Star Wars could possibly That's produce. That's all I've ever wanted. Well, yes. it's, I, I just say is is if you if you reader uh, listeners readers lovers of Brian's book club, if you haven't yet picked up these uh, the previous two books in this series, fantastic. I love these books so much, and E.K. Johnson does such a great job. And if you haven't yet fallen in love with the handmaidens you will queen's shadow and queen's peril have my highest recommendation and i'm so excited about this new book now the big story though in terms of publishing is of course the high republic um but we're running a little short on time so we're going to save that for next week because quite frankly high republic is going to be dominating book club for quite a while for a yeah i think while. so i will just answer this right now people say well where should i start with high republic start with Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. That's where okay. everything starts. Um, so start there. Uh, and we will have a lot more detail about all of that, about High Republic, the books that are already out, and the order that, not they have to be read in, but what I'd recommend they be read in, what I did, and how I had a really good time. That is all coming next week. Page turners, they are. Dear Mr. Dashwood, Enclosed are the first few chapters of a piece I've only begun working on. And now, buckle up, buckaroo. Captain's Corner. I haven't had my muffin yet, Matt. Hey! Whoa, my goodness! Whoa! Whoa! Wow! Whoa! Oh my goodness! Wow! wow. Are we... Whoa, what? Whoa, wait, Caitlin. Oh my, oh my God, my eyes open. Are I, you okay? I passed out for a second. I passed out I for a second. I saw your eyes roll back in your head. Oh, yeah, you've been my. passed out for a year, actually. Nass, whatever his name is. Um, okay, wow. <laughs> I like Boss Boss. Off to a great start. <laughs> All right, wow. everybody. Welcome to the Captain's Corner. Oh uh, hey. man, hey, hey, how's everybody doing? It's a beautiful day in the corner, isn't it? It, it is, it is always a beautiful day. It's a beautiful evening you know, in the corner, It Matt. is, it is. It's a beautiful evening. I was going to say, there are no windows down here, so I can't tell. Usually this would be the part of Captain's Corner where I would direct you to a window and be like, hey, yeah. look at this beautiful thing outside, but uh, we've got no yeah, windows. That was that was a total, total accident. Total in here, I feel like it's 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 a little like it's a little damp. Yeah. I feel like we need to get some dehumidifiers in here. Can it, we can it, it on it that? It is damp, isn't you know, it? It's like I a, a blast shield to build. I got yeah, a secret. Yeah. I'll work on the dehumidifiers. Yeah. Will, uh, will you? Yeah. Th thank you. Yeah, we're gonna have to work on it. Um, it's all mouths today. Oh, so many just just hotness. Anyway, anyway, welcome oh, to the captain's corner. Still a beautiful day. I'm I'm really happy to be here. This is my new corner. Here in uh, uh, Star Avenger Base, I, I yeah. have plenty of corners to choose from. 
This place is full of corners. It's massive. You didn't like the one that I that I built for you. You took and built. No, your, because you built like others. a weird corner in the middle of a room. I need a corner. I need a cornerstone of a foundation. You know, it needs I need to feel safe. Feel safe, exactly. It's a place I could go and be safe. As right, to Caleb? What? I don't know. Um, so anyway. Matt and I rebuilt the corner in a corner, and that's what it exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. Some fortified. I, I, I knew yeah. you were in on that. Yeah, yeah. I knew he didn't do that alone. <laughs> He's always in on it. Um, so. Mendacious betrayal. <laughs> anyway, in today's corner, um, you know, because it's our first episode back. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Okay. Okay. Continue. We're going to leave all this in. We're going to leave yeah, all this in. How is this in the same yeah. episode as the. A couple segments before. How is this at the same show? So anyway, so guys, I've been walking around this place. It is huge. It's enormous. It's enormous. You're, I got lost several times. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah, th- thank you. Thanks, Brian. Um, uh, I, I never even got to the place you're telling us not to go. The northern. The north We're working wing. on that. The That's north good. wing. Okay. Don't go there. Okay, great. So anyway, but I, when, I, when we first got here. I thought it was empty, but then I started like looking around and it's actually not empty at all. It's actually, I found I all kinds of crazy stuff. you have like some stuff scattered around here? I got a whole box of stuff. In fact, hold on, wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. Hold on one second. Okay. Oh man, okay, but look, yeah, look at all this, Ooh. just a box of stuff. What? Like everywhere I go, I find something, okay? I'm gonna pull stuff out of the box. You ready? Wanna see what okay. I got? Is this trash? This, I, you tell me. Uh, it must, must be. <laughs> you I, I mean, tell me what this is. I've never seen any of it. Okay, before. so here we go. And some of you out there might have owned some of these items. I don't. I I personally have never I'm seen this some stuff. familiar stuff here. Yeah, honestly. Okay. So here we go. First up out of the box, the Star Wars Episode One Jar Jar Binks candy tongue. Have you guys seen this? It's like a push pop, yeah. but with a tongue. Exactly. The- so. It's, yeah. it's 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 probably the best piece of Star Wars merchandise ever. Created. It has to it's be. Great. I mean, like, it's I mean, th- this is really for for the people for the folks at home that can't see this. What I'm holding right now, but it, it's this like candy dispensing thing. But the candy is is Jar Jar's tongue. So imagine a plastic it's Jar like a Jar sucker. Yeah, and the tongue is the candy. So you literally just like make out with Jar Jar. You make out with Jar Jar yeah. until you finish it. Disgusting. Brian? Some people might disagree. <laughs> yeah, some people like uh, no beans. <laughs> okay, so anyway, let's throw this. Oh, okay, we'll throw this on the outside. Okay. We'll get that later. Yeah, there's a trash can right yeah. there. But oh, yeah, there's a nightmare. Oh, Just pulling throw, up a nightmare. Do you see floor, this nightmare? Fine. This I is the Furbaka Furby. Do you guys remember Furbies? Yes. Do I remember Furbies? I owned a Furby. Did you? Did you? I owned a Let's Furby. Let's take a look at oh, the wait, wait. people who are surprised. There's nobody. No, wait, because Caitlin, please tell me about your Furby. I, that thing was a demon. I, I, it was terrifying. I put it in my closet in, and then woke up in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. with it talking oh, for see. no reason see, no. whatsoever. And they don't in speak English. In addition to Caitlin's Furby, I'd like to point out that her favorite Mario game is Mario Sunshine. Oh, it wait, 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 is. wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, she's fully right to say the Furby's weird. You're going to call her out for Sunshine? Like that's No, like I'm just throwing you. out another Thank fun you. fact. Okay. I'm just throwing out more fun more facts. Fun facts. There's context fun to facts. the story. Anyway, this Furby, listen to this thing. <laughs> Furbies are terrible. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. This is so weird. Okay, anyway. Uh, next out of the box, let's throw the Furby. Wow! 
There goes the Furby. Yep, okay, like, there oh, you go. Trash can, trash can, trash can, can right there. Trash uh, can right Wookie there. Crocs. You ever see these? They're Crocs. You know Crocs? Matt, you own I... at least one pair of Crocs in I your saw life. Wookie Crocs. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what, Brian? I did own Crocs back in the day. I do own I've a pair of Crocs. I've been thinking of buying myself a pair of Crocs like for 2021. Yeah. They're like thinking, back. They're kind of like back. I might as well just kind of transition. You ask Gen Z, they're like kind of a thing again. Yeah. 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 Well, I didn't ask them. Listen, I got um, a pair but... of Crocs. They are the best. They are they, the Crocs are good for just like you know you need you need to go outside for a second. You need to get the mail. Gardening you shoes. need to get the yeah. You need to just do a quick. William Sonoma make them. Great. So anyway, Wookie Crocs, Wookie Crocs. Whoa, Wookie Crocs. I didn't even explain Again, what they are. Trash Crocs. can right. Yeah. Anyway, um, guys, this is the weirdest one. Oh. Look at this. It's a tape oh. dispenser, right? But it's got C three PO on it. It's from nineteen eighty one. It's a nineteen eighty one tape dispenser. C-3PO looks like he's um riding the tape dispenser. Yeah, so you know what I'm going valuable. with this? You know what I'm that's going va- with this? Yeah. Yes, droid sex. That's valuable. <laughs> it is. That's valuable. This is valuable. It looks like you're pulling the tape out of C-3PO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in a, a very specific yes, way. Quote, unquote, anyway. Pulling this the tape. Moving on, moving on, boom. There we go. Again, anyway, throwing away. Trash can right there. Yeah, we're not going to use it. Um, This yeah. is a Hasbro Star Wars Power of the Force flashback Aunt Beru action figure. Um, yeah. Okay. Aunt Beru. Comes with blue milk. Great. Boom. Great. Throwing that away. <laughs> Bang. Uh, Original packaging. Would have, would have displayed that. Now, the guys, this this actually, these I got one for each of you. This is a good one. Oh. This is a good one. Uh, Brian, for you, I have a bottle mm. of Slave Leia perfume. Now, this what is, are you trying to? This uh, I'm is not a, saying what anything. Are you trying to say? I'm not saying anything. This is a 2010 uh, Star Wars Celebration exclusive. Um, 2010. 2010. I don't. People have been here. I don't even know. Um, what? It, it, it's described as having a warm, sultry mix of cashmere woods, musk, and night blooming jasmine. You know what? That sounds so great. So, do you want delicious. me to wear this perfume? Yeah, this is or for you. Put it on or put it on like a pillow. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. This is for you. And and uh, and Caitlin. Yao Landau. 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 This I, is, I yeah. think it's not, not to be this guy, yeah. but it's probably Udelando. Oh, Udelando. Mm. Landau would be the one to correct Ooh. you. Yeah, it's a musk. You're going to love it. Uh, that's Ooh. for you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Yes, um, Caitlin, it's a musk. It's a musk. A you know, a lot of guys musk, don't wear musk. Mu- enough musk anymore. You know? It's true. Um, yeah, it's I, I think we're good with the musk, yeah. quite frankly. <laughs> Moving on. Is this done? Here we is go. Still no, going? We, got, we, got, we got two more. Revenge of the Sith toilet paper. Hey, look at this. This was made. Oh, thank God. This was made by a company, uh, a German toilet paper company named Ziwa. Um, and they made a deal with Luke's film to have their own Star Wars branded toilet paper. And luckily, we are the fine owners of uh, eight rolls of it. So for whenever you personally need to kill off some younglings, <laughs> look no further. And revenge oh, no. and order 66 oh, toilet oh, paper. Oh, I didn't know it was going to go there. Order 66 um. the toilet paper. <laughs> Kids love this one. And finally, merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. Ah, uh, beautiful. Um, finally, uh, this box of old VHS tapes. Um, it's, mm, it's, oh. <laughs> look at this. Look, you hear this? I'm going to shake it. Uh, you box me of, VHS. I hear it. Yeah, box of VHS tapes. It's all 13 episodes of the 1985 animated series Droids. Thank oh, God. Oh, yes. Have you guys ever seen this? Oh, so yeah. we know what we're they doing gotta, tonight after we record. We are watching Droids all 13 episodes and Ewoks. They yep. got to put those on Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, why? Well, why not? Well, let me tell you, I didn't even know about droids. I'm going to put this into the, the the VCR. Hold on, I'm going to put this in. Here we go. Listen to the, listen yep. to this this theme song. I can't believe we have a VCR. Oh, it's the best thing ever. Oh, so, so Caitlin, spared no expense. Listen to this. Stepping softly in a stage of zone. 
this 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 banger? This is glorious. Why aren't there more spoken word songs uh, in Star this, Wars? Honestly. You know, honestly, there, we there did a whole thing be. about I music mean, weeks ago, but we should have done. Honestly, you know? we're gonna we're gonna be going more into both droids and Ewoks, and we're gonna have a we're. <sighs> and I'm gonna say we it need right to here. Do it. I'm I'm planning on on inviting a special guest <gasps> um, that's gonna give us the lowdown on. Hell. Yes. What really is going down? I can't imagine who this cartoon. person is. So everybody, get ready for that. Fantastic. Mm. And um, there's something else in that. I, I'm seeing something that I distinctly shouldn't see. Yeah, and to to end cap this corner on what the things that? I found. Look at this little guy. I found this guy <gasps> just running around. Kim, this is for okay. you. This is a weird Thank little guy. Thank you, Matt. Oh, oh my to him. Look how God. cute he is. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to name him Skippy. Ooh, okay. Skippy. Okay. Okay. This okay. is okay. Skippy. Yeah. For the record. He's every, horrible. Everybody, you're, oh, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. This is <laughs> a, this is an Exogorth, also oh. known as the Space Slug. I had no idea who it was. Featured prominently so in the Empire Strikes Back. Now, oh. one question is, how do you think I got all this tunneled out in the first place? Um, used he an, has a an, family? An Exogorth. Yeah, wait, what? Well, not anymore. Oh. Um, but Did you kill his family? I, uh, you know, we don't <laughs> need to get orphan? into it. But I, Did I you thought, orphan Skippy? I, I thought we got all of them. And now this, see, now this guy is going to grow is the thing. Um, Good. And, now, and Caitlin, you're, you, if found, you were supposed to kill, not name. Because now that you've named him. Well, it's too late. We're, you're never going to no, 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 kill him. This is for Caitlin. Mine. I found it and it's hers now. This is you her have he's gonna no go live with okay. my, He's going to go live with my porg yep. in my room. Nothing can go wrong, Brian. It's going to be great. Yeah, Ain't nothing bad gonna happen Ain't today. Ain't nothing bad gonna happen today, baby. Anyway, but next week, <laughs> Skippy, it'll get bigger. All right. Well, we'll, we'll figure out. Just what we, we'll mark get my words, sir. Yeah, we'll mark get that. my words. Skippy's yeah. fine. Yeah. Here, Skippy, gone. Go. So anyway, that is all the weird play with the stuff. Slip sliming away again. <laughs> trash can right over there. No, no, I'm not throwing him out. Like he's going home with Caitlin. He's gonna go. No, he's, there's slime all he over the floor. He lives here now. Yeah, Brian. it's fine. All right, so anyway, that's all the stuff I found in Star Binger Base. We'll uh, gorgeous, we'll see what happens next week. More, what what else I find here? I mean, I was just I'm happy. To, I was happy to find something because it's been boring here. You know, honestly. Okay, is this done? Okay, yeah, this is done. Anyway, thanks for coming to Captain's Corner. See you next time. Yeah, for any new listeners who I'm sure probably <laughs> tuned out an hour ago, but just in case you're still here and on some kind of that. murder diet. Yes, Murder that's always diet. how it is. Yeah. Um, now that's, I'll turn it over to the Jedi Master <laughs> for our next segment. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and now it's time for Caitlin's Word of the Week. The Word of the Week is Skippy. Good job, Caitlin. She seems to be on top of things. Yay, Skippy! He's my new best friend. Yeah, he's going to be great. It's, I'm just going to say, when it happens, not my fault. That's going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. Such a huge thank you to everyone who came out and attended the gargantuan technical mess that was our oh, Instagram yes, Q&A. Um, wow. I ended up we on had Matt's so screen much fun, for a though, while. Man. Yeah, to quote uh, somebody in the comments, interesting setup. Yeah, you can say that again. But well, thank and you we, all we, so we much really for... thought we had to figure it out until we started it. You guys were yeah. so confident. Yeah, too. I was, it was my fault. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, we just didn't uh. read. It's like, yeah, you can do this. In India, and we then we were those last parts. we were Americans also, who just who just thought that everything was for us. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. why would it's, why, it's yeah. like Come on. so? Yeah, uh, but eventually, <laughs> next time we do something like we will do something like that again. Next time, it'll be probably on YouTube Live or something like that. I don't know. In fact, um, actually, but, Brian, if I may mention, we have a YouTube channel. 
Um, this, yeah, go go like, ahead. And shut can that I can out, I yeah. just just shout that out real quick? Because um, next time yes, we do it, of course. Okay, thank you, thank you. Uh, please subscribe to us. Return of the pod on YouTube. Yeah. Isn't being bitchy. I was honestly. No, no, because that's where we'll do our lives from now on. And we're also going to put uh, full episodes of the show up on YouTube. Because why not? Let's try it out. See what happens. Um, a big thank you to also to everyone for continuing to tweet and share love for the show, wanting us to come back. You were absolutely heard. Somebody even went so far as to, and some some um, old old time listeners, not old listeners, but listeners who have been with us for a little while, probably know about this. Somebody on Twitter created a whole show about the hiatus or yes. whatever else, a yes. whole account yes. about whether or not we were still on hiatus or not. At job we updates. Don't know. Wow. Yeah. yeah, job. And we don't know who this person is. It's yeah. not any of us. We. This was not us being like a stunt. This was not yeah. us like reaching this out to someone and being happened. like, hey, this was not us. I do we appreciate that everybody thought is. it was me at the start of it because that's something I that would did a, do. I did a poll. I did a poll and yes, even I myself yeah. thought but it was But it's not... It just it, it popped up and it was amazing. Yeah, they it's did not, such a great so job. Whoever you are, and we've asked them multiple times who they are, and they are not telling us. Please let please us know us. who you are because we want to thank you for real yes. on on please. on the show. We want to yeah. thank please? you for real because you put know. a lot come of work on. into that, and yes. it was really cool, and it was a lot of fun. So come on, I really like the memes. Come on, come on, please? tell us who you yeah. are. Tell come us who you are. Come on, come on. Um, also, a big thank you to everyone who has already <laughs> subscribed and rated the new podcast, even though it's just a trailer. Uh, At this point, you. there's something like already 91 ratings. It's amazing. Just taking Insane. it on faith. Something tells me that's going to go down a little bit. But um, but we're so <laughs> grateful to you guys for doing that. If this new endeavor is going to work, we're going to need you. If you rated and left a review of the old show, still, we'd love it if you could do the same for this one. More of those reviews and ratings means more ears on this means we can go Higher, further, faster. We can Ooh, do, we have so that. much fun, things planned. Yep. And again, like I said in the Q&A, aggressive expansion. Um, yeah. So Expansions. we just, to, to make those things happen, we just, you know, we got to uh, get more ears on it. But yep. if you've already done it, great. If you haven't yet, consider doing it. We'd love it. And yeah, leave another one. Yeah, leave another one. Maybe a follow-up. Other than that. Well, well yeah. no. You know, yeah. on, <laughs> uh, honesty, I guess. I don't know. Um, the future, because some have asked. Well, we covered this a little bit in the Insta Q&A, but we'll mention it here as well. This is going to be an eight-episode season, and then we'll go on from there, likely followed immediately by another season. Yeah. Uh, we're going to expand into other fandoms, other apps, other platforms, etc. But this podcast will always be the home base. Listeners have also asked a lot of questions about Patreon now or Patreon. Caitlin, how do you say it? Because they liked how you said it. Uh, I say Patreon, but mm. also I know that it's actually Patreon. But for some yeah. reason, it's like GIF versus JIF in my mind. And I just can't mm. break out of it. Interesting. So. Well, it is. It is GIF. I say Jeff. Patreon. Ew. Well, I like I saying eux de Patreon. Patreon. Um, the Arc de Patreon. Ew, David. Yeah. Patreon. Ew. Ew. Patreon. Um, uh, we gotta do. They're all out. Um, so <laughs> Patreon and merch. Merch. Um, as well. People are merchandising. <laughs> Sorry, I just threw it out there. Yeah, okay. um, people, people have been asking a lot about both, and we're going to do both. There will be merch. There will be a Patreon at some point, and some of the merch will be a part of the Patreon. When the Patreon happens, though, the rewards will be like uh, the bonuses, what, whatever they call them. I don't know. They will tears. Be, uh, I think. Tears. Yeah. yeah. They will be additional things, bonuses and so forth. Um, this show, this main show, the podcast, you won't have to pay for. So it's not going to be like suddenly there'll be a paywall or whatever. We don't nah. ever want. I mean. Nah. I wouldn't pay for this, so <laughs> neither should you. 
In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, at Return of the Pod. Matt, remind us where else we can be found. Oh, man, you can find us on Instagram, at Return of the Pod. You can find us on YouTube, at Return of the Pod. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Pretty much everywhere, at Return yeah, of the yeah, Pod. I think we got it's it. Yeah. I think we got here. it. There's a theme. Return of the Pod. Find us everywhere. But and, YouTube, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, those are important. Let's do it. If, if, if it's a platform and we're not, and, and the name's there, but there's nothing posted yep. yet, that means we have yet to expect Band there, but it is coming. We're getting there. Um, you can also reach out to us directly. Caitlin M. Bush, you can be found where? I can be found at, at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beer, not like the president's. Matt Romano, you can be found where? Ooh, you can find me at, at Matt Romano on Twitter. M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. And I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take it, Sheevy. And remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken many boats. The Force will be with you always. Be the spark.